spaceship of the future. By direction of the President of the United States, stay in your home. Is it human or inhuman? Earthly or unearthly? Born in that swirling inferno of radioactive dust, there is no word to describe them. We may be witnesses to a biblical prophecy come true. Why is it that we usually ignore the fourth dimension? Is this the human race of the future? Aliens on the border. Oh, snap. It's Monday evening, and we're trying some crazy holiday beers. Hello, welcome to another episode of Aliens on the Border. We're sipping something very delightful today. A variety of different things. As always, Roger, seated over here to my left. What up? And uh, Mr. Chris Contreras, gracing us with his presence, coming through with that holiday cheer and a little bit of that holiday beer. Yes, sir. That was a great intro, Josh. Good job, man. That was really <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't rehearse that. Yeah, okay. And uh, so we're, we're setting things off with our with our uh, sipper here. If you take a look into the Kimura, it's called You'll Shoot Your Eye Out by Carbach Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty great, man. It's a nice, chillaxed flavor profile. Sipping, of course, out of these uh, Southern Star Brewing Company glasses. Our sponsors. For 40th. <laughs> Our sponsors for 40th. That's right. That's right, man. What's up, Chris? How you doing? Good. I'm actually looking at your lizard back there. Is that a gecko or what was that? Yes, that is a leopard gecko, oh, okay. and it is actually two of them. Oh, just saw one just popped out real quick and walked up from one rock to the next. Right, right. <laughs> their uh, their names are Gage and Gamora. It's a male and a female. Nice. Yeah, they're like Valerie's, like so that. I can't take credit for them. But, <laughs> but they're cool. Cool. They look really cool. Yeah, they've made a couple of special guest appearances on the podcast. They've just been like hanging out on the table and shit every now and then. What? Yeah. I've never been here for that. Yeah, you were. <laughs> it was like us with Innocent Android. Oh, okay. You remember? No. Damn, dude. Okay, no. well, you definitely <laughs> were here. <laughs> uh, but anyways, man, Cultura Beer Garden always coming through with some very unique finds, some super flav- flavorful beers. And this time of the year is like one of my favorite times of the year because it's got my favorite beers in season. Yes, sir. All your stouts, all your Russian Imperial stouts, all your porters, all the dark goodness. And here we go. So, Roger, What's tell up? me something. Um, so yeah, the reason why we wanted to kind of we we we've done this before. We've done a, a, a beer tasting episode with with uh, with Chris before. Yes, uh, yeah. always excited to talk about the. Uh, their their stock and selection for the for the coming season. I think last time it was uh summer. Yeah, it was summer. It was we were, we were just about to get into the 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 what was it? Was it the Selena Pachanga thing? Yeah, it was right. It was right before. It was like maybe a month before because we were planning on casting the week of on on that day, but we didn't. I, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think we got to cast the week of. Yeah. But it was like a couple really of weeks busy before. Yeah, it's yeah. right. pre-summer. I think it might have been April. Yeah, yeah. somewhere right around there. Mm-hmm. The spring season, but we got we had some really dope ass beers from Shiner. I forgot what we tried that day. I remember yeah. that's the first time I tried that uh, pineapple coconut IPA. Right, oh, that's what it was. Yeah, Shiner. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, right. the, the juicy. That yeah. one, the juicy. That's a Wicked fucking good juice. beer, man. Dude, that was one hundred percent nice by the pool. And, <laughs> was, yeah. okay, and I went to Port A like I want to say uh, a couple of months back. I actually forgot when, but. We bought some of those, and I was like, you guys got to try this shit. And my friends were like, Shiner, dude. They're fucking beer snobs. Right, yeah. <laughs> so they're like, Shiner, dude. And I was like, dude, just shut the fuck up. Yeah, I, I don't shit. understand that, man. I mean, I, I well, I guess I do understand where people come from in that aspect. I'm, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not a beer snob. I'm a beer enthusiast, I guess. If I, have to, I have to label myself, which I don't really care about labels. But 
I've, I've always been a huge fan of Shiner beers since I was able to buy beer. Right. You know, so I started off with Shiner Bach. I remember Shiner used to have a Hefeweizen, and they had a Kosh, too, back in the day. Um, they had a Dunkel also, you know, those they don't do anymore, um, the ones I just mentioned. But um, over the past few years, they've been really going hard with the seasonals. And I know uh, pre- prior to us coming on, on the air, we were just talking about that, you know, some of the seasonals of this past year. So yeah, I'm a huge Shiner fan. Yeah, right now you have the uh, the the um, holiday candy. cheer. Oh yeah, well the candy the pecan candy pecan porter and the holiday cheer. Holiday yeah. cheer. Well, the go and, to the beer garden. Go also, try uh, the uh, Shiner Ruby Redbird, which is a year round beer. That one's a staple, in my it, opinion. That's one of my favorite beers to drink because it's very light. Also, if, if you're um, counting calories and you know carbs and all that stuff, it's a light beer and it's flavorful. Gets the job done and it's very refreshing. Dude, I was super confused because I was at a liquor store when we were at Port A because we were like, we are going to do like some cocktails or whatever. And I was mm-hmm. like, but let's also get some beer for the beer pong. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get the Ruby Redbird. A 12-pack was $20. Where was this? At a, f- a fucking random-ass like, liquor store on Port Aransas. Er, oh, that's Aransas. why, yeah. Because yeah. if, if it's on island stuff, they're always going to mark the stuff. I know. Oh, that's for like, sure, man. What? Like $20 for a 12 pack? Yeah, let's get Lone Star instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up just getting the fucking uh, the pineapple coconut IPA. Yeah, and yeah, everybody yeah. was like, damn, this is fire. And I was like, don't underestimate the boys, man. Yeah. Shiner has I agree. got some good heat. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Shout out to Shiner right here. Yeah, shout Shiner out to Shiner. <laughs> Lucky Shiner Cup. Mm-hmm. Shout out to, uh, you know, we're out here trying to make help you guys get informed on all these beers and shit. So, yes, our last episode was also a beer tasting. So it was a, a very <laughs> different beer tasting. <laughs> right, yeah. There's a difference between a beer tasting episode and a drunk cast. Yeah, it was more of a beer yeah. session, I believe. Right. Yeah, yes. it was more of a session than, than <laughs> a beer tasting. Right. Uh, but you want to get right into it? What's Let's up? do it. Yes, absolutely. Let's first see, one. Let me go into my got? magic box over here and okay. see what oh, comes yeah. out yeah, first. Let's see what comes out first. Dip your hand into the fucking Pandora's box. All right. So what we got here, ladies and gentlemen, is Community's Sneaker Doodle Ale. So I just got this in today. So an ale brewed with cinnamon and vanilla. I actually, I think they released this last year. Um, it didn't come to our region. I did buy a six-pack. I think I was in San Antonio and I bought a six-pack. And Valerie drank them all and I never got a chance to try it. <laughs> so she loved it. Um, so today we'll try it. So this is gonna be your, your straight first impression. Yes, yes, absolutely. Nice. Awesome. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm actually very excited about this beer. And you know, we're talking about stouts and you know pours that kind of stuff earlier. And with the weather, you know, today is a nice cool day, so it's definitely stout weather. You know, porter weather. Uh, but this is a holiday beer, obviously. You know, Stinker Doodle. You know, the cinnamon for me. You know, vanilla and you know sweets that kind of shit. That's some like spices, some yeah, Thanksgiving, spices. Christmas yeah, for me, sure. you know. So this beer is perfect for for today's cast. So let me uh, go ahead and serve some. Let's pop it awesome. open and enjoy that. And now, viewers at home, what are you currently drinking? Are you also, you know, partaking of the alcoholic beverages? Uh, what are you up to right now? It's the holiday season. Your friends may be coming back into town, or you may be coming back into town yourself to visit your friends and your family. So dude, why do you have the NPR voice on, dude? That's I don't have the. This is my voice, that's dude. That's not. It's not your voice. This is my voice, All man. Right, cool. I'm it's sorry. Very cool and suave. Yeah, you know, and like, uh, <laughs> I hope you had a good time during Thanksgiving. <laughs> I hope your Thanksgiving was great and full of just dumb arguments with your family. It was right. the best. But uh, we're having a great time out here, dude. You know, just, uh, just a All couple right, so guys. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Look at that. Let I'm me sure. Show I'm sure he's gonna open up after the second beer. Trust me. 
His voice is going to change. Oh, man, this does smell very good. Mm-hmm. Some snickerdoodle ale. Oh, man. Community. That's actually really, really good. And light, too. Let's figure it out. Oh, boy. Wow. That tastes crazy, man. Yeah, you definitely have the cinnamon and vanilla in there. You need mm-hmm. to feel it like right away. Yeah. That straight up, up. kind of tastes like a Snicker bar. What? Snickerdoodle <laughs> bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love Snickerdoodles. Uh, Valerie makes them uh, for Cafe Doce and um, one of my favorite cookies. Um, I love cinnamon, vanilla, obviously. Um, so Snickerdoodles are a very simple cookie to make. And they definitely do bring the holiday cheer, you know, to, to any household, you know. And kids love them too, so. It's cool. So now we have a beer version of it, so it's pretty good. And now the girls can enjoy it as well, you know? Yeah, man. It's it's amazing, dude. And You definitely get the vanilla first. You know, you get the cinnamon once you taste it. Yeah, the after. Mm -hmm. What type of, like, holiday events or, like, events in general do you guys have planned for this month? Oh, I already saw two of them pop up. Yeah. pretty cool. As a matter of fact, as we're here enjoying beers, Valerie's at at Cultura um, and Kendra, they're there together right now um, making events. You know, I already have the... The events, you know, but now they're actually posting them on Facebook and whatnot. So we have our annual s'mores night coming up, which will be featuring Shiner S'mores beer. Yeah. And Ooh. trust me, I, I'm not sponsored by Shiner. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm really not. But, but we are. No, I'm <laughs> we're not. But uh, I'm just a huge fan. And also, uh, I do appreciate the fact that they bring in these, um, these fresh, um, you know, seasonal beers, you know, so... You know, s'mores beer or s'mores ale actually, and that was really fucking good. So that's gonna be one of the first ones that we're gonna be having soon. I know we're talking about doing also a uh, like a, a stocking decorating event, which I think by this time it's probably already out on Facebook. They probably picked a, a picked out a name for it already. Um, so the ugliest uh, that that one's coming sweater. out too. Yes, that one's gonna be sponsored by Miller Light. I know it's not craft, but they do have some really cool ugly sweaters that we're gonna be uh, raffling that night. Oh, awesome! Nice. Yeah, so we'll have other beers as well, you know. But that's also gonna be um, sponsored by Miller Light. Is beer your favorite part of the holidays? Um, I feel like beer's your beer is favorite part my of favorite everything. part of living. Life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I love beer. I love cooking with beer. I love drinking it, obviously. So. So Big I wa- fan of beer. <laughs> I w- speaking of cooking with beer, I was wa- like, I watched Chopped every now and then. Yeah, right. And they had like a whole beer episode. Nice. And I was like, damn, like I would have no fucking clue what to do if I was there. Like, here, man, just cook with beer. I'm like, Fuck <laughs> I'll make you some beer brats, dude. Here, there you go. As far as beer I brats. Know. that's a good start. Yeah, man, beer brats, yeah. beer cheese. But what is your favorite dish to cook with beer? Oh man, um, I like doing chili with beer. Oh wow! Uh, I, I, I went crazy once, and I made a beef uh, beef chili basically with um, a uh, I think it's it's the uh, real L commissar. That's the uh, the Russian imperial stout. So I use that for for chili for, for to braise the chili. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. So it was a very very strong, spicy. Oh, I also used um, ghost peppers for that. I went crazy oh, with that chili. chili. Yeah, yeah, I went hard, man, and um, it was a that fucking fire? really good. Really good chili. I actually made it for a Christmas party that we had for my friends, shit, probably like three, four years ago. Um, and then a few, about a year ago, the uh, Laredo Girl, Girls Pint Out Club, they got together at, at Cafe Doce, and um, I decided to make them a, a, a special menu. So what I did was I did a Shiner Mushroom with La Coche Quesadilla. I did a um, St. Arnold's. Elisa Imperial IPA mac and cheese. I did a Carbock lemon ginger rattler vinaigrette salad. 
Um, Damn, <laughs> yeah. dude. Uh, what else did I do? So, I might yeah. be missing some things. I made a chili also that, that day. I used... Uh, the fuck did I use for that chili? I might have used a stout about. for that, yeah. I went crazy that day. It was like a summer. For those of y'all who don't who don't know, who uh, Chris has a has culinary uh, training, right? You did you you went to uh, school in, in I did not go to school. Uh, Self taught. Oh really? Yes, yes. I thought I remember from the last time that we spoke that you had mentioned that you you had actually gone to Austin for uh, culinary school. Did. Oh, yeah, yeah I Valerie see. went to, to culinary school for um, for baking. Baking. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. There you go. Yes, and then in that same process um she was teaching me how to do stuff and because they have to also take you know the yeah, basic yeah. culinary you know classes and and they, they go on to like yeah exactly so she taught me a few things i taught myself a few more things uh just reading books buying books and just trying shit out basically just experimenting so this is shit about 12 years ago yeah it's a it's a, yeah. it's, a it's a great talent to have man like i i, mm-hmm. I love cooking but i don't think i could ever just like kind of I think it takes a, you have to have a very, like, I guess, uh, sophisticated kind of, like, palette to kind of go in and just say, oh, I know this is going to pair really well with this. You but know, you're not born like with a, that. Like, you have yeah. to develop that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you have to try thing. things out, you know, and, and the way I, I learned how to cook was just trying different cuisines. Because right. if, you just, if you just stick to just Mexican cuisine, yes, there's a lot of spices. You know, in Mexican cuisine, we can be here all fucking night talking about that. You know, yeah, I can tell you, you know, where this and this comes from, which is not even Mexican base it's from like you know Asia or, or whatever but um besides the point try doing you know Indian food and they use spices that you're not going to use for yep. Mexican cuisine right. so then now you start to, to develop your ginger. path yeah exactly right. you know a, a cardamom and, and you know a garam masala you know shit like that so you start to then you start to develop your flavor profiles right. and then, then when you try food you're like hmm I could taste this and, and this and that and whatever and so over, over yeah years, one of my favorite things to start getting into has been curry like I love curry um I, I, I make I, a good curry so we we um we shop a lot at the Joseph store which is not that far yeah. from Cultura and uh they have like this area is just like a lot of like Indian food that they have like you know kind of just there mm-hmm. for you to try and um can you put that on blast for a second because this is the first I ever hear about that Wait, what Joseph's food store yeah Joseph's dude, dude uh, so it started off. It was the first one that was next to New Vision Church on uh, on Plum. Meadow, um, yeah. and Plum uh, and Meadow. Yeah. yeah, so it was on Plum and Meadow, and in in, in that one, that's the first one we started going to, and it's basically like a donation based um, like food store because it's all stuff that gets donated from like H E B and other grocers that don't. Uh, it's not necessarily the stuff that's not wanted, but it's the stuff that gets, like, I guess, bought less. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, not there's a, not really a market for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so a lot of it ends up being vegetarian, vegan kind of stuff, which all like India uses. Uh, so uh, they 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 bring that over. One of the things that Kiana tried not that long ago, which was really good, we use this these uh, morning. Uh, I think it's Morning Star or something like that. Morning Star uh, um, soy based uh, chicken strips, right? So she's all about being like a vegetarian. So we 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 cooked those up, mm-hmm. uh, and then she uh, put it on some quinoa with uh, I think some like veggies, and then from there uh, pour, poured like the coconut curry that comes already prepared. Yeah, and dude, oh my god, it was so aromatic. Like that, that's probably my favorite thing about it. Yeah, um, and it's not uh, it, it's not like overwhelming or super spicy, but it was just so good. Like it just the the flavor. Like it's hard to ex- explain because it's like. I only just barely, barely got into it like recently, so t- 
to get into it and then have like a new food experience and you start getting into that route. Food critic Roger 2020. <laughs> no, no. I mean, we, we've been saying we keep talking food. Like we always end up going back to food. It's true, man. It's so like we're the talking about starting thing. A, a another, food. Right, starting a, another um, another podcast called Aliens in the Kitchen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Hit me up for that one. I'll yeah. show you guys some stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm super sure. down for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, you, if, if you guys aren't aware... Uh, Cultura Beer Garden. Uh, they, it, lately, okay. So the last time we talked, it was actually not not fresh. I think it was you. You, you guys were just barely going on your like sixth or seventh month at the time. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so at this point, it's been how long since you opened up the the the, the Salinas um, location? A little more than a year. A little more. Yeah. Than a year. Um, I think it was September. Yeah, this past September, we we uh, it was a year already. Right. Yeah, first year anniversary. Big, yeah, the year anniversary yeah. party. In that know. location. But, you know, Cultura's been around for two years. It, also in, in uh, September, so <laughs> it just happened to be that way. So That's right. Pretty cool. Bam. Two years already. That's, That's uh, super cool. So it, it's, it's been really cool seeing the... Because I already knew. Like, the moment that we saw it open up, that we knew this was going to be, like, a staple of downtown. We talked a little bit with... Uh, with Chris, I think you had an episode with Chris and Val just before the opening. We up actually though. had the whole yeah, Chris, Val, yeah, Chris, well, Val, me, Val, Kendra, and Benny. <laughs> Chris, Val, yeah, just, just, third, yeah, person. just third, third person, third person. <laughs> yeah, so Chris was there too. You know, um, <laughs> you, it was an interesting night. <laughs> no, but yeah, dude, that was like like way before that was shit. Yeah, like two man. and a half years ago, maybe. Yep, for yeah. sure. Oh wow, really? Yeah, like right. I think you guys had barely like gotten that location. I think even Derek was there for that one. Yeah. Oh wow! That yeah. was so. That was the one on, on Sambel. We, yeah, it was two, yes. two and a half years. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, uh, so th- it's been cool seeing the. Uh, somebody just asked, "What type of talent do you bring in your podcast?" I don't know. Who me? No, say it. Somebody just put Jonathan Scott. Is it, what 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 type of talent do you bring in your podcast? I bring a lot of talent, dog. <laughs> <All right>? You <laughs> hear this voice, G? Nah, just playing. No, it's uh, yeah, just like, dedicated Laredoans, man. That's what it is. It's people who yeah, got a dude. talent for a lot of things. So one of the things that we're we're getting into it is that uh, cultura. We've been seeing the uh, the place kind of develop into something different. So now we've got the comedy going right. Uh, you've you've got uh, art shows that are happening upstairs. Uh, I think there's going to be a border slam event next this next Thursday as yeah. well. Um, and uh, it's now become the home of uh, Fourth Dimension Fridays. Hell 40, yeah. yeah, Freaky Friday Alien Freaky thing, dude. Freaky Friday Alien thing. Um, so that that um, for those of you who don't know, we do our live podcast there at Cultura, and it's been really fun to kind of get into. We'll have one this Friday uh, talking about uh, celebrity death hoaxes or, or conspiracies and uh, the Illuminati. the presence of Illuminati in uh, popular music and uh, popular culture and music. So. Um, it's gonna be fun. Cool. Uh, yeah. Well, and interesting. Yeah. It should, it should should be should be a lot of fun. So, uh, what are you most excited about, man? Because I've been seeing like there's a lot of stuff popping up there, and and I mean, uh, what 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 aspect of cultura has become like? I'm not gonna say your favorite, but uh, one of the I guess like the more surprising things. Because I can I, I imagine like you guys are always open to just any uh, just about any collaboration I've seen. So just about anything. Yeah. yeah. So um, we, a, we 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 draw our lines in certain. Certain aspects, you know, uh, just we've learned from the past, you know, not to get too involved with um, political, you know, oh, right. heavy political events, right, you right. know, we, we've learned in the past. And, you know, um, so just keep it, keep it fun, keep just it keep it interesting new, and, and, and keep you know, it neutral, keep it neutral, yeah. basically. Yeah. So I love everything that we do there, you know, and I think for me, the, my favorite part of, of, of the cultura um, spirit is the freedom 
to literally just do whatever the fuck we want to do. Right, yeah. You that's know, huge. and that's the best part, you know. We and and we get really creative, you know, after having a, a few beers, we're just like, well, what if we do this event and this? As a matter of fact, yesterday I was at my brother in law's house and um his brother-in-law was there, and he was asking me. He's a real estate agent, and he was asking me and Valerie, so how do you guys come up with these events? You know, they're just, like, so out there. And I was like, it's <laughs> a couple of beers in, and then, you know, get the juices going, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know? And it's ultimately, like, we, we do events that we would want to go to. You know, it's like people always sit around and, and, and say, man, it'd be cool if someone did this, you know, and I'm in a position to do it. You know, so we are, Escultura, so at that point, we're like, well, fuck, we can do that. Right. So let's fucking do it. So that's basically what it yeah, is. Yeah, I think that's just kind of like the, the attitude. I remember like everybody's just so like pumped and they all take like their own personal like investment in the uh in the little like you know, catering to the scene or that you know, gets a chance to grow there. And it just it's so great. Like I've had a lot of fun doing the mic drop there, having even more fun with the way that that, that 4DF has been growing as well. Mm-hmm. Um so getting this kind of interaction and you know, giving stuff for people to go out and see and do has been like a lot of fun. And then on top of that Having great beer to go aside with it has been like and great know, food, man, and great yeah. food. That's yeah, it's, it's right. A whole oh, experience. you guys just brought in the new uh, food truck, which we want to get norm. in. New norm, new norm. Yeah, um, shout out to the boy. What up, Juanchi? Yeah, Juanchi. I don't know him like that, but I do know who he is. <laughs> I hoop with him, and he you was, hoop with him. Yeah, cool. Like I played. I've known him since high school. Yeah, like, oh, nice. Way back. It's dope. And the food's fantastic. Yeah, it's I haven't really good. I haven't had their food from the food truck, but we we got together this one time to watch like some basketball games at their mm-hmm. place, and they put out a spread, man, and it was great. My favorite thing, amazing. my favorite like vegetarian, I guess like, uh, or uh, they're vegan, so I guess if you, they're vegan, uh, uh, like substitute is like cauliflower ring wings. I just yeah. they're great, love dude. cauliflower wings. Yeah. So. I hope they. I haven't seen that on their menu, but I hope they bring something like that in. I I had them. He made. I don't know if it was him or uh, Adriana that made them, but there was some that night, and they were fantastic, dude. I've like, had wow. some cauliflower. I haven't had the privilege of, ha- of having theirs yet. Yeah, but I've had the ones at Animal Draft House, and mm, the, uh, I like mm, them. No, I didn't like them very much. No, too no. heavy on the breading for you, maybe. I don't know what it was. It maybe just the ones from Buffalo yeah. Wings and Rings are really good, man. They're huge those. and then they're really flavorful and they're not. And I love cauliflower. Either. Yeah, same. I yeah. love cauliflower. There was a, this is unrelated to cauliflower, cauliflower beer. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it tastes yeah. weird. Yeah, of course. <laughs> There's all no. sorts of. I remember, dude. I remember when I first started getting into beer. That uh, when I started hearing that there was like coffee flavored and chocolate flavored beers, I was yeah. like, Ugh, what? And I didn't. I didn't think I'd like any of it at all. And then I think the first, actually, the first stout that I that I I tried was the, um, geez, it was a uh, it was an. A, a terrible one that I, that <laughs> I, it tasted terrible to me because at the time I didn't have like the, the, the palate for yeah, it. Yeah, it just but, didn't make sense, right? But uh, it was, um, it was one that y'all had at the, uh, at the old location and it was, uh, was it the New Belgium? No, yet. Did y'all ever have any? I, I, I haven't brought in a, a New Belgium stout. Mm. It was a stout, right? It was a stout. Shit. It was uh, probably an Imperial one too because I remember the way you were, you were, uh, you were describing it to me. You were like, "It's like oil." So when you were like, like swirling uh, around, Oscar Blues, uh, yeah, yes, Fitty Fitty, yes, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, ten Fitty. I'm sorry, ten Fitty. Ten Fitty. Yeah. yeah. And when when I when I tried that, I was like, I don't like this at all. And then that's, that's a good started one, getting into like a couple of the other ones, which I think was a uh, another Oscar Blues is uh, the uh, Death by Coconut, right? Yeah, that's a great yeah. One. When I tried Death by Coconut, I that one is fucking great. I, I love Death by Coconut. Is that Val, a game changer for you? Yeah, Val yeah. was actually the one who recommended it to me because she was telling me that how f- how much it was. Like her favorite, uh, her favorite one to drink. So I got into that. That's a uh, that's a what a coffee porter. That is no no no. It's a 
a Coke. Yeah, I think it, yeah, it's coffee coconut porter. Yeah, it's what, uh, Irish style. Right. Yeah, coffee coconut porter. Uh, I tried that, and that by far my favorite one after that was the uh, the Sam Smith organic uh, organic uh, chocolate stout, dude. That's, just, that's I got that one for you, that's man. That's why favorite. we have it at Costura. Yeah, dude. That, I kept telling these guys, I was like, man, when is that coming by? Because I like, I love it. And every time I've gone there, I've, I've gotten one. So it's nice. an indulgence. It, it is. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's, I, I call it dessert <laughs> beer. You 100%, know, because yeah. you it's sweet, it's delicious. But it it's, it's so well too with a cigarette. Too, <laughs> it's too sweet for my liking. Like like I do enjoy same. one. I yeah. do enjoy one for sure. I can have like a nice little pour of it, maybe like the sample size. Yeah. <laughs> the sample size. Just a, a bite size beer. Yeah. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Boom. Thanks. Like a little eight ounce. I actually have some um, Heineken zero point zero, the non alcoholic beer that they just released in uh, eight ounce. Uh, Cans, small little fuckers, dude. <laughs> you know they're hilarious. Do people they, actually ask for non-alcoholic stuff there at the place? Absolutely, yes. And, and the aside thing from is, Franny, because we know like Francisco <laughs> doesn't. I, I don't have many. I do have a few that come in stri- strictly for that. And um, but I'm always, of course, I have to be. You know, with my business, um, I'm always looking and seeing what trends are popping up, right. especially you know in in other cities, you know, and just in the States in general, as far as beer, what kind of styles are coming out, um, seasonals, uh, uh, what are people drinking, you know, and I was reading this article a few months ago, how millennials are starting to gravitate towards non-alcoholic beer. What? Yeah. So I was like, that's interesting. So I read the whole article. Not these. And yeah, no, of not, course, not, not me. These. You know, <laughs> I'm a full-blown stuff for life, you know. So, <laughs> right. but, uh, but no, I appreciate it, though. And for me, it's, it's the same. If I sell them... Um, you know, a Shiner Bach bottle, um, it's the same price as getting a non alcoholic, so I'm still making profit off of the beer, you know, regardless mm-hmm. of if they're gonna get drunk or not. So, um, I started, I started thinking to myself, well, why don't I bring in a good variety of like really good non alcoholic beers? So, I did, I started bringing in um, uh, from Germany, Klaus Haller, I brought in their uh, their premium non alcoholic and also the amber non alcoholic, really good beers. You know, and you sh- then you should like not tell people and then just watch them <laughs> pretend to. I've be done that before, um, not at the bar, before I had the bar, just hanging out with, with buddies and not and whatnot. <laughs> I used to get, I used to go to parties and get really fucked up, all right? right? So to the point where like Valerie would tell me, like, dude, like you got fucking drunk last night. And I was like, I know, I'm, I'm paying the price right now. So <laughs> when we, then I started to get smarter. So what I would do is I would buy a six pack of good beer, really good beer, and then a six pack of non alcoholic. So I drink one real beer and a second beer would be non alcoholic. Nice. So once I had, you know, three beers or four beers, it'd just be two regular ones, two alcoholics. So that was kind of how I kind of gauged myself, you, you know, because I'm a social ass. drinker, you know, so. Yeah. And that worked out just fine for me. So one night I was hanging out with, with some buddies and it was probably like two o'clock in the morning around this time. I think we're at Kendra's house and he's like, oh, give me a beer and shit. And I, okay. So I grabbed one, a non-alcoholic. There you go. And he's drinking it and he's halfway done and he fucking just like slips to the floor. He was hanging, he was uh, relaxing behind, like, on a wall. He slipped down. Fuck, this beer is hitting me hard, man. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God. Awesome. What, this German beer is so good. I'm getting fucked up. <laughs> and for <laughs> a second, I was like, he's fucking, like, he's being sarcastic. I know. He really thinks that beer is hitting him. Oh, <laughs> I had to break the news. Like, hey, homeboy, like, this is not like no beer. Did he sober <laughs> up, like, right away? Was that what happened? Or he, he, was passed just, oh, <laughs> he passed out. He passed out, like, I don't know, five, ten minutes later or something. He went to the couch. But yeah, man, I mean, I found that very interesting. You know, another thing too is the, what they call the lifestyle beers, which is um like a low ABV beer, right? You know, like the the, the Lone Star twenty four seven. I think it's two point one percent ABV. What? Aren't like um, session ales around that time? Too, se- session ales are anywhere between four oh. and four point five. Okay. Some go up to five. 
um, but they're, you know, they're locale, that kind of shit, you know, like the locale IPAs, that kind of stuff. They're good, you know, um, but those, those are mainly called, they, they call them the lifestyle beers. People like, like you know, Michelob, same shit, you know, Michelob Ultra, you know, people want, want to watch their figure, you know, yeah. they count they count the calories, 64, um, but like 55, that kind of shit. But um, we sell those too, you know, and, and people... They go, they go for that shit, and they like yeah. it, you know. So I, I, I try bringing more, you know. Now, now that crafts are getting, are getting on that as well. They're jumping on that bandwagon, and they're making those locale, uh, low ABV beers. Cool, you know. At least for us, you know, we're, we're making money off of it, and they're not getting that fucked up. Yeah. So they won't be a problem, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to cut them off early. Yeah. You know, so it's pretty cool. Don't I'm surprised with that Lone Star twenty four seven. You know, that came out this year, and I'm saying I'm like hotcakes there at Cultura. It's crazy, you know. So. I've actually never had any of, of those. Yeah, none of the ones that you just mentioned I've had. If I've had them, I've had them by accident. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, pe- people like to day drink. You know, I don't, you know. So, like, for, for brunch, we, we push those. So, we're oh, not just fine. Oh, you know? I'll, I'll, I'll swing by. I'll swing yeah. by Cultura in the afternoon. Like, occasionally, like, it's, like, oh, like you know, lunchtime or whatever. Mm-hmm. And if, it, if I have the day off, let me, get, let me get one. That's actually when I tried the uh, the community, uh, was it Legion? The, mm-hmm. the It was a barrel-aged the, style, right? Yeah. Barrel, yeah, bourbon barrel. Oh, yeah, barrel aged. Sorry, barrel yeah, aged. Yeah. Oh, That's good. It was so good. good. It was those are aged in coffee barrels. Is that what it was? Or um, most of the time, it's bourbon. Oh, okay. like spent bourbon barrels. Um, I have one from Founders right now. It's called the CBS, and that one is a uh, barrel aged in maple syrup bourbon barrels. Right, you I'm had told me that. Right, fuck. yeah, that one's fucking good, dude. That sounds crazy. It's delicious. And this, what I have right now. It's probably the last I'm gonna get ever. Um, they're not making it anymore, so that might be it. What that happen okay. to you? Yeah. Does that happen to you a lot? Where you find like a beer that you just like really, really love, and then yeah. it just unfortunately happens a lot. And it's, it's why e- is that like a decision from the uh, yeah oh, yeah okay. the, the breweries will just kind of try stuff out, and then sometimes seasonals will, will become flagship beers just right. to pay it on sales, or if it's not doing so good, they'll just get rid of it. You know, or On to the next or one. the worst case scenario would be the brewery just closes. Right. You know, they should it, just happened. put out those recipes, man, for people. Wait, which one yeah. just recently closed that I actually really liked, man? Well, um, there's been two since I've been open at Cultura that I w- was a huge fan of. Both Texas breweries, uh, and they closed down unfortunately. So Big Ben Brewery was one oh, of my Big favorites. Ben, that's the one we were that doing. one closed, and that fucking sucked balls, man. Um, I'm still missing those those beers to this day. And then Goliad. Yep, there it is. Goliad also was another brewery that was doing really good craft beers. And unfortunately, they had to close too. That Jeez. sucks, man. Hopefully, yeah. they come back with a vengeance. Or I hope yeah, so. Yeah. You know, but and there's La- still a lot of beer in Texas. And, and that's the thing I keep saying Texas because we, we try our best to bring in Texas craft. That's kind of our niche. So what we do. Um, just to keep it fresh. Where's and Thirsty support. Goat, man? I love Thirsty Goat. Dude. Thirsty Goat's great. Actually, my, uh, one of the owners of Thirsty Goat. Um, Shit, when we had the old location over there on San Benadro, and I didn't even know who it was. You know, he just he just he was walking around, and he he was he loved the fact that we had those colchas, right? You know, because we've always had them, and it was actually winter winter time, and um, he went and talked to Benny. He's like, "Hey, dude, like I I'm an owner of Thirsty Goat. You ever heard of this place?" Like, no, but let me call Chris because he knows about breweries. <laughs> here I go. What's up, dude? And he's from Laredo too, so he was oh, here. He really? Was, he yeah. was here visiting his Crazy. family. I forgot his name. I think it's like Armando or, or something, Alejandro. Anyways, I have his number. I never called him, but I, I should probably. But uh, I ended up talking to him that day, and he's like, yeah, dude, like, I'll send you guys a keg. I know you can't sell it because we can't distribute this way, but you can just give it away. I'll fucking drink it. I told him, whenever I go to Austin, I always go for the amber. The right. Thirsty gold amber is fucking good. Yeah, that's what I had. They had it on, yeah. on, on, on tap at one of the uh, 
one of the bars that I performed at, I think it was um was it Brooklyn Street or something? I forget the name of it. Um, but uh, yeah, they had them on there, and I was just say Mikey brought them down for the last beer cast that we did. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it was really cool, just like trying it. And then what was the other one that we tried that I really liked? The IPA is a Kung Fu Robot. Kung Fu Robot, yeah, yeah. that one was good. Yeah, was I forgot who made that one. Though. It was Thirsty Planet, right? Or what's Thirsty the, Planet is the brewery. That's Thirsty right. Goat yeah, right. is the, the Thirsty Goat is the yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. yeah, Thirsty Planet. Yeah, and then they have like the Buckethead one, which is their IPA, which is yeah, really right. That strong. one's really and good, too. good too. Kung Fu yeah. Robot was dope. They actually like at Austin they sell like a Taster a twelve pack. Oh. No, a twelve pack of the Buckethead, but like in a weird shaped box that looks like an. Like an octagon almost. Oh, wow, really? it's dope. Like it's in like it's a bucket, literally. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was pretty badass. You it, you pay a premium price for the box, obviously. Like, do you really? That's aesthetics it's, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah they go a long way. Kind of like you know? Apple, the way they they box their shit. You're paying for yeah. that too. That's funny. Yeah, clown. Oh, I mean, I don't th- I don't know if clown <laughs> shoes clown is a, a Texas brewery or not. I don't, I don't think, think it is. So right? I think they're. But they have fucking amazing fucking. They do graphic stuff. Yeah. Their graphics are fucking awesome. That's another thing about about craft beer that I that I that obviously like I I go for you know is the aesthetics how cans look before I order anything, I'll read you know what it is. I'll go on to I look at my inventory. Okay, this is a new beer from so and so. I'll go onto the internet. And I'll look it up. Like, oh, that's a fucking cool looking can. All right, fuck, let's give it a shot. So I put it on my on my you list. Judge a beer order. by its cover. Yeah. Well, okay. So speaking of which, let's go on to the next one. All right. All right. So I've been trying to get this one in for a few weeks already, and. Odell Brewery from Colorado. These guys make fucking cool looking cans, man. Yeah, that oh, is nice. really cool. Look at that. that. Show to the show. This is the, the isolation moment. ale. So this is the winter warmer. Here, go for it. Bam! Every fucking can that I've gotten from Odell's, beautiful, beautiful artwork. Whoever does their artwork, kudos to them because. Man, it's a fucking cool looking can. Everything about it just awesome. Yeah, it, it I like tells it. It's got the like beer, purple you know? kind of blue tone. Yeah. it's pretty cool. It's super awesome. And uh, and also their beer is phenomenal. So I haven't had this one yet either. So first impressions. Yes, yeah, let's see what happens. I've been excited about this one. So it went to warmers, basically spiced ale. Uh-huh. So let's see what see what happens. Um, Marcelino Garcia says, "Great beer talk." Yes, Frank says, uh, "Those zero point zero are good palate cleansers between beers." What Frank? Uh, Franco, Frank Martinez. Which one? I know two. Um, <laughs> the one with Hank, the pup? Oh, okay, my buddy Frankie. What's up, Frankie? I think that's him, right? I'm not yeah. sure. That's, that's crazy. Hey, that's so yeah, all idea. this is the beer talk is brought to you by, of course, the uh, man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Uh, Chris Contreras from oh. Cultura Beer Garden. Oh, you well, can, thank you. You can find all these beers at, at, at Cultura. Are all of these in stock right now? You got all of them up? Yes. Um, if not tonight, definitely tomorrow. Okay. I know that the Snicker Doodle just came in today. Isolation Ale came in today, so we'll definitely uh, put them, make some space for them on our fridge. Yeah, yeah. I, actually, we we waited, we we postponed button. this uh, this this podcast um, from last week to this week, so we could uh, show you guys these beers to see what's coming in for the new holiday stock. Mm. Uh, so these beers will be available if not today, then tomorrow. You said right? Absolutely, awesome. Mm-hmm. Antonio Lara says, save me one. <laughs> oh, that's Luis from El Puesto. What's up, Luis? Boom. Oh yeah, El hey, Pipiripao. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. It's like a fucking taco truck now, right? It'll be no, no, he, it's like a little, um, little. It's a okay. spot. Yeah, it's a little spot. You know, there's like a convenience store. Also, run by the guys from Red Yeah. Oh, that, wow. that, that's him. Yeah, he has a little little shop called what? Taco shop. Oh, well, so El this P. is P. while P. while while he's getting the uh, brick and mortar. That's right. Puesto's done. Yeah. Awesome. 
Cool. Yeah, exactly. Hey, we'll talk to you soon, man. We want to get you on the podcast too. So. Definitely. <laughs> Let's try some tacos. It, A taco tasting. I miss. I miss El Puesto so bad. I fucking miss El Puesto. <laughs> That was yeah, like lunch and dinner. Fucking tacos. Yeah, yeah. Dude, and not only that, but they did they they did so much with their tacos to make them like that gourmet style that it pairs so well with most of the beers there. Like it's absolutely, just, it, it, we would, it's we would so talk about beer pairings all the time. Yeah, and me and Luis and um, his tacos are something else, dude. They're just like they stand alone in Laredo, dude. Yeah, yeah I would say honestly, like, even in in South Texas in general, yeah. you know, like we he went over to um him and the and the the uh, El Puesto crew. Participated in last year's Taco Fest in San Antonio, and there was tons of participating uh, participants. And fuck, dude, no one like they were just mediocre tacos. Right. The thing is that people didn't understand. Like they would have his taco, and they were just like mind fucking blown. Like really, right. they was like, holy shit. They would go and get their friends. Come here, hey, you gotta try this one. Here, you gotta try these tacos. And I tried a few tacos in the uh, other spots there in the Taco Fest, dude. It was garbage ass tacos. They were like torches tacos, a- like. <laughs> I had, oh, no. I had a friend here, who's man. like, um, <laughs> who's a very, uh, uh, he's he 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 claims that he's a taco enthusiast, and he goes, and I'm like, dude, you've never been to Laredo, so you can't say that, you can't even bring that title up, and he was just kind of like, all right, well, he's my boss, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so he was from, uh, he's from the Philippines, so he, uh, uh, no, not Philippines, it's, uh, I think it's Guam that he mentioned, was I don't know, either way, he, uh, he came, he came down, he was he's living in in, in Houston. And um, I brought him to El Puesto. Like I brought him to go check it out because I was like, "Dude, you have to go check out this place. Not only is the is the 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 the, the venue super cool, but this the the trucks that they have there are nuts." And so we went and we tried out uh, El Puesto. And I think I had showed him the um, the he had the barbacoa de brisket one that he yeah. had, and um, I think that he had the grilled shrimp taco at that time oh, also. That's my favorite. Um and so he was trying them and he was just like again mind blown dude like <laughs> it was just amazing there he so made yeah. his own tortillas and the homeboy fucking made a, a menudo taco come on oh, so yeah <laughs> yeah that's next that level. one was po- fucking good pozole taco <laughs> oh, this guy was something else we're man. missing so you man we're AJ, really excited good, good, good yeah, luck, dude, good luck open, with the brick and mortar man open it's, el puesto dude brick yeah, and mortar come on yeah. let's do it we're waiting for you catering dude <laughs> tengo hambre alright so what's your impression of this beer man you know what? I thought it was going to be a lot stronger, but... I thought it was going to have more spice to Yeah, this. me too. Me too, but it's very enjoyable. Can yeah. It's, it's very... Yeah. It's got I, that ale flavor, 100%. I, I can't get any aroma. Same. That's what it. I'm like... I don't know if it's me or... It's your instance, I think. Oh, yeah. It was pretty powerful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's because last episode, <laughs> it's got too, too hot here. <laughs> No, no, no. It's okay. terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Luis says, we're going to start the new year with the new El Puesto. Oof. Nice. Cheers to that. Nice. That's awesome. Everybody go and follow El Puesto. Mm. Check that out. Let me get this camera quick. So. Yeah, yeah. What's the ABV on this bad boy? 5.7. Six? Oh, Very damn. close. Actually, I like. I really like this one. Me too. It isn't what it no, is. I it's just it. it's so it's such an easy it's such an easy drink and it's just yeah. like so like flavorful. It's like really satisfying. And then you know what I, I I actually what I've noticed is lately I prefer beers that have that not, drinkability yeah the drinkability and like the uniform taste like I I really dislike when like certain beers will like they kind of like morph flavors unless they're like really good and like phenomenal beers like the 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 uh, what was it called the the pineapple coconut one like that one was that awesome one, but you don't know what you get every sip yeah, yeah <laughs> this exactly. one tastes like pineapple 
Now it tastes like, <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck is going on? Right. So, it's an experience, you know? And that's why it's I, great though. That's what I like about craft beer, you know, because it's really an experience for me, you know, and I hope people other people feel this way. I'm sure they do, but I can only speak about my own personal opinions. I like the can, you know, get this beer, pour it in a glass, you know, look at the fucking can, you know, <laughs> read, you know, the little description here and you know, this and that and then sip it. You know, and, and whatnot. Like, it's just an experience. You know, you're, you're paying money and experience a goddamn beer. Don't just drink it. You know, if you want to just drink beer, then drink Miller Light, you know? Yeah. yeah. Just drink some booze. You know, no, yeah. I, I, think, I, think, I think part of the part of the experience, like, I really dig the, uh, the I, I do like it with, the, like, the drinkability mm-hmm. of it. But if I'm going to get, like, crazy with something, then it's going to be, like, high ABV because then I'm going to be, like, just, yeah, just one one beer I'm knocking, and I'm, I'm knocking, good. I'm knocking. Yeah. Mer, dude, has been my favorite, dude, honestly. Yeah, with going back to, like, stouts and porters, or especially at the Barrow Age stuff, like, you know, you, you get it cold, obviously, you know, um, unless you, you know you order it and you leave it on the table for a little bit and whatnot. But like you're saying, it morphs, you know, like, so it starts off with a certain flavor. And as you get towards the bottom of it, they're sippers, basically. You're not going to want to drink them fast. Yeah, they're, they're too heavy. They're too yeah, heavy. They're and they're, the ABVs are heavy, you know, they, they could be anywhere between 12 and 15 ABV. So you want to kind of babysit the fucker. Because also, if you do that, you know, it'll start to warm up. And the flavor profile blossoms. Yep. Those yep. beers are Now, that's what I like. That's yeah. the kind of experience one, that I dig. Is one it, of yeah. the, the best barrel-aged beers I ever had was an American brown ale from Dogfish Head. Ooh. It ooh. Was aged I've had in, that one. In the Palo Santo Marron barrels. Mm-hmm. I think it's called Palo Santo. No, yeah. Palo something. Palo something, yeah. I, I'm not entirely sure what the name yeah. was, but, dude, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I that, that That Legion that I tried was so good. Like I, I loved it. It was just like perfect for the kind of day that it was to... Wasn't too hot. Wasn't too cold. Had kind of that like that malty like like no not malty but like like that thick flavor to it. And it's just like when I was finishing it off, like I was worried that it was gonna not be that good. But like I took advice from Chris, of course, because whenever Chris talks about beer, I listen because it's uh, <laughs> it's good it's good advice. But one of the things he told me was like you you have to get it instead of those little like wine glasses, right? And he even tells you actually that beer has it on the side. I didn't notice it until afterwards. But on the side, it says um, recommended serving glass, and it has the picture of that glass in there. Yeah, so I was, I was like, yeah, all right, let's get it. So we poured it up and started drinking, and, and, and towards the end, it just it had a completely different like taste to it, and it was good. Like it was, I mean, it was good the whole way through, but it was just like that those extra like last little sips just were more flavorful. And, uh, and yeah, I appreciated that for that beer. But there, one of the things that I that I do notice is that a lot, especially from these kind of you know barrel aged beers, is that they do have like a like you you feel that liquor taste from it. One hundred percent. So it, yeah. sometimes they're like really heavy, especially if you're doing it with food. So I don't I I can't really do it with food. Um, mm-hmm. But if it's just like on its own, maybe with a nice cigar. I was gonna say the same fucking uh, thing. C- cigarettes, yeah. I'll do. But I've never yeah, cigarette, do. you know, and just you know. S- Sits it out somewhere, like in your house, you know. Yeah, and then the backyard of your your apartment or wherever, (laughs) anywhere you're at. Just sit down, just kind of like do do that little action and puff on a cigar (laughs) and like it's a fucking wine, you know. Just like yeah, man. Take a whiff, just get the aromatics of it, and just kind of shake it again. Let it aerate a little bit, you know, and then just kind of take a little sip here and there. Wet your beak a little bit here and there. Yeah, you know. Do you ever feel? (laughs) It sounds great. I I actually I've grown to dislike the term beer snob now. But um, do you ever do you ever get those kind of like I mean not I would say it's a compliment, but you ever get those kind of like. People will say like, "Ah, Chris, you're beer snob, bro." Like, Dude, bro. honestly, people can call me whatever the fuck they want to call me. <laughs> I, I just don't give a shit. <laughs> it's fair enough. Yeah, I, I know so what I am. I know what I like. You know, I, I don't like labels. 
I, I don't like, you know, I don't like to be late put in, you know, into certain but categories, box, subcultures, right. and whatever, subgenres. Like, nah, fuck all that. You know, like, I just I like mean, beer. I'm just a beer guy. Do I like beer? I sell beer. I love beer. So that's all I have. And, and, and it shows in, in, in Cultura, too, obviously, yeah. too, because it's not like one thing or another. Like, that venue has morphed into so many different things now mm. at this point. So it's like you've got podcasting, comedy, poetry, movie yeah. screenings, you know, your 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 live music, of course, the staple that all the food trucks that are coming in, like you, you don't have a rotation of food trucks, but the ones that are there right now are pretty really solid food trucks. Yeah. Who's Wa- there right now besides New Norm? Uh, guacamole. guacamole. That's your Asian, Mexican street cuisine fusion. Yeah. fusion. It's fucking great. Um, they Happy, have burger. Happy Burger. Happy Burger. Happy yes. Burger is... Uh, I get to have anything from there. Dude, yeah. solid, solid... Um, uh, Juicy one, Burger, Yeah, man. solid, solid burger, honestly. Like, yeah. Um, the uh, the and then they have the uh, the Cafe Dolce food truck which is open for lunch yeah lunch and only do that the what is it the mat pull right? up on a panini mozzarella asparagus tomato right turkey mm-hmm. yeah turkey Mo- yeah mozzarella asparagus turkey on croissant right that's a classic Dude, we've had that one for a while is so good like it's with just the so tomato soup I remember it. last time I was there yeah with the tomato soup last they had like a combo or whatever that was going on that. I was uh, I asked Bree, I was like, Can you have the match? She goes, I have everything except the asparagus. So I'm like, Ah, what are you doing? You like that crunch, man. I need it. That yeah. Asparagus crunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, yeah, solid selection of, of of beer and solid selection of food, man. So it's been um, we're, we're looking for one more truck there. We have space for it. Um, obviously people have been wanting to come in, you know, and, and, and whatnot. We've tried a few trucks just kinda on the weekends. But we're trying to find that right truck to Yo, fit I'm in. You gotta get that mullet truck, man. I heard that one's taken off. But that, that's okay. That's actually Luis's El Puesto's old truck. Oh no way! He sold the, his truck, El Puesto's truck, to to that guy, and they uh-huh. just kind of painted over it and whatnot. So it's a nice truck, man. That's El Puesto's old truck. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice. It's a nice truck, and uh, I've heard it's been taken off. Like I haven't gone personally myself to go try mm-hmm. it, but. Uh, I think that would add that little like. Uh, I, w- little I would love to see a wings truck. A wings truck. That's wings would about. be good. Wings, you know, barbecue, beer. maybe. Um, What's up? We've been thinking something else. You know, um, obviously we need a taco truck there. Um, right, but yeah, um, that. it's kind of hard to to get a, just any taco truck in there after we've had El Puesto. Yeah, yeah, of course. The That's standards pretty, are high. Yeah, the standard bars. Yeah, the bar high. set. So we're kind of like, maybe we just won't even, even attempt to bring in another taco truck. You know, so we'll see. We'll see. What, what's, we have a space. We're just trying to find the right truck. Right. Well, what, would you, what, would you, what would you like there? Like, if it wasn't just like a taco truck, or what would you think? Like, if you could, if, if somebody could invent a new truck or come up with a new a new concept, what would you like to see there? Gourmet pizza and wings, dude. Oh, yeah. You read my fucking mind. Yeah, that would be great. You know, it's it's a kid friendly truck as well. You know, family friendly truck. Some nice garlic nuts. Yeah, and then I mean, like for me, like that's fucking that's beer food. You know, like that's you know, it's like almost bar food with like wings and whatnot. I've been telling Lenny, like, dude, start making some fish and chips, dude. You know, like some some bar food. You know, you know, yeah, actually, the 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 place that I went, London London Street uh, Pub and Grill, Baker Street Pub and Grill in, in in Austin, the. Supposed best uh, fish and chips in 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 Austin, and I tried them. And I was just like, I've never heard of this being like bar food, but everybody was eating it, and I was like, all right, it's I gotta it's get it's it. It's like an English thing. It's, it's an English, English thing. thing. Yeah, Absolutely. they get it to you, and they give it to you with a with a little bit of like the malt vinegar stuff, yeah. and then they and then they were, they had a special that day. It was two dollar shiners. I was like, yeah, I'm nice. in, right? And I just started just yeah, and I I tried it, and I was like. It was magical, dude. I don't really, I've never really like been for like fish and chips, but I love fish. And it was chips. so good. It paired so well with like uh, from what I heard, every beer, but specifically that Shiner was just like. Solid. I would say I, I would say Shiner Bach and, and fish and chips is a fucking a magical, <laughs> right. a magical pairing. <laughs> right. Sounds great. 
So uh, a, p- a pizza and wings truck. There, you guys heard it. If anybody wants to start something, yeah, get awesome. a pizza and wings truck going. Uh, so. good. And we all we constantly have this debate on the on uh, on the uh, on the podcast uh, on air. We always talk about. Uh, what the best wings in Laredo are, right? We don't have a plucker, so I mean that's not fair. No. But but uh, the best wings in Laredo, uh, we always kind of like we. I think we rotate what our selections are at the time, but uh, we have these conversations a lot. It's I'll tell you who had had because they're not open anymore, but they had the best wings, um, a la burger. Yeah, a la burger. Remember Unda- a la burger? Undoubtedly, they had the best wings too, and they had some bomb ass burgers. Dude, the burgers were amazing. A la burger is from a, from across the right. No, they, no, they opened no. up a thing here. They, no, no, they they, uh, they opened up their location they right were there, originally downtown. Yeah, in front of Center for the Arts, next and to the Theo's bar. And were a, a food truck, yeah. across, like outside of Altitude. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, they're not anything. No, he 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 um he closed down. Shit, man, years ago. So when he opened up a la burger, the brick and mortar downtown, we started going over there. Became friends with the guy George, uh, the chef. And um, he actually was the one that catered me and Val's wedding. Um, he did a, an amazing spread, not of wings and be and and, 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 <laughs> and burgers. No, 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 yeah, no. Still, like, honestly, he, he does a lot of shit, you know. Like, so he made a really a bomb ass like butternut uh, butternut squash soup, and um, I can't remember what the fucking entree was because I didn't even eat at, at my wedding. So, but he did a whole spread. He did a really a lot of really cool shit. But um, anywho, he closed the brick and mortar, opened up a, a truck. And then we had him come a couple of times when we were at the at the Simon Alto location, and then he closed the truck, and now he's the executive chef, chef of Culture Social Bar. The Dang. Co- dude, we just talked about that the other day. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, "Hey, is there a Cultura clone popping up somewhere?" And I was like, "No, I don't think so." They're uh, like, yeah, "It's not yeah, a yeah. beer garden, but it says something else." I'm like, "Oh, Culture Social Bar." Yeah, that's not at all original. It's kind of a you know. But what does that even mean? What's a social bar? Mm-hmm. It, it, it honestly, it sounds like a strip bar. <laughs> it's a, and that's no offense to y'all at all. Like, how do you no, feel I mean, about that, dude? Ah, uh, well, what? good luck to them. You know, really, like I, I don't. Yeah. Do you I mean, know who's running that at all? Or? I don't know who the owner is. I know. I just found out. Few weeks ago, that uh, George was the executive chef there. He's a really good chef, and I'm, I'm sure his menu is fantastic. You know, maybe we can and go could get have, some wings. Could, could they choose? Could could they have chosen a better name? 100%. I mean, a little more, a better, more imagination, maybe. You know, trying to, you know, try to think out of the box. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's but next to but hey, whatever. So. I saw it. I mean, we, we we have our own thing going on. It's, it, they're completely different businesses. Yeah, yeah, they really are. Oh yeah, I saw so. this the the the, the setup. Like, it just we have kinda, our identity already. So it, it's weird. Like, I don't think I could ever say like, "Hey, man, let's go." It's next to Burger King and uh, KFC. Like, I, said, <laughs> I don't know. It just it feels a little weird. But I'll probably go and check it out either way. Just supporting local stuff either yeah. way. But yeah. of course, no, of course, um, I, I'll uh, go for it, man. Really, I mean, and I think yeah. it's a good location for them. You know, up north. So cool. Yeah, I think the the hey, so you know what? Here's here's the thing. Uh, we've we we've been we haven't talked about this in a while, but uh, so last time we we talked we we did talk about like the downtown scene and like, okay. the state of the downtown scene as of late. Um, what's your opinion on the current scene? Because it's changed a lot. Like it went oh, yeah. dramatically in one area that I was not expecting it to go. Um, and it's not to say that I don't like it anymore or anything like that. But if I, I more just gravitate to two areas, which is just cold brew and cultura, yeah, and that's 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 it. If I if I go to anywhere else, I get a, occasionally I'll go to Electric Lounge, a new place just opened up that I performed at a, at a, at uh, Los Olvidados, you yeah, know, it's a thrift shop slash like you know yeah. coffee place, and um, yeah. so that that's gonna be interesting. But uh, 
for the most part, I've seen a lot of very like low effort like <laughs> bars open up, and that's yeah. it's concerning. What you, what's your opinion um, on that? I don't know. I, I don't want to say concerning. I'll tell you this. I'll give. I'll tell you all about it if you get one of those beers. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I've been eyeing them. Oh yeah, <laughs> eyeing like, them. Wait, another round. Just say, trying to, trying to, let's go. Trying to pour pass them out. Pass them out. Someone's got to drink them. So, I w- maybe concerning is the wrong word for it. I wouldn't no. say concerning. I just think that I think we we had kind of set like this expectation of where things were going to go, and then it ended up being the uh, the crowds that 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 gravitated over here, where the crowds were. Mm-hmm. Or the I guess the need for um for a new howls kind of scene opened up and now it's like each each place I, I I'm not even kidding there was one time I was walking down and it wasn't a, not bars it was there were there were clubs mm-hmm. and there was one club that was playing the song we walked down two more uh, two more like things two more spaces down and the other club was playing the exact same song and I was just like a lot of them are very cookie cutter yeah that's what that's that's the word I wanted to use but I just don't know if that's like disrespectful but. Because uh, I don't want to like put you in in a corner either way, but no, uh, I mean I'm not. I mean it's I'm not gonna. Okay, let me give you an analogy. So remember when pinguinos opened up? Yeah, of course. And then there was uh, los, los pinguinos and pinguin and las pinguinas, and they had the same fucking color scheme. They had the the orange and the lime green, right? You know, and so it's one of those like, oh, if you, I see you doing it, I can do it too. So, like you know, type of mentality, which is cool. Like go for it, man. For me, like. This is what I had been hearing for a long time. They wanted to do a 6th Street style street downtown. They called it It Street, which I, my buddy um, Victor Maurice Navarro is the first one to have coined It Street. I told him to fucking to get the trademark for that, but I'm not <laughs> You know, but um, but anywho, um, hey, we went down on the thing. Yeah, I know. I was like wondering what the fuck was going on. Why? I don't know. Oh, we got on it. We're back up in just a bit. I restarted it. But um, okay. Pause. Shit, maybe take a take a quick piss break. Yeah, go for it, man. Are we back? It'll uh, be second, second door, door to your left. Yeah, the first one's my room. And in the meantime, why don't I do this? I'm gonna play a little something, something. Why? Why, why did it go down? Man? I don't know. That's weird. This never ever happened before. Technical difficulties as fuck. That's fucking weird. Oh no, we're doomed. This will be the worst Christmas play ever. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. You back live? We're experiencing some technical difficulties with the uh, camera. The audio is still running though, so that's fine. Keep your mind on your mask, kid. Horror form a classic. It's drastic. Filling hydrochloric acid, blasted, pulling off, reached and blasted. Pow. Yeah, turn that on. Wow, telegraph easy. It's only entertainment though. One thought out completely. Sad to mean it could get in the drop and bag cleaner. Master schema, expert in that arena. Puff in Pasadena. You read the grass was greener. Black Dima, 
IH, dry rate, rubbing shoulders of pigs who don't fly straight, just ate, causing indigestion, soon regurgitate into profits, no question. This is a badass fucking mixtape, what the fuck? Yeah, what is this? It's uh, Doom. Uh, Doom Xmas, Cooking Soul Remixes. Yeah, hold up, give it a second here. There we go. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. That was weird. We're about to go live, so if you want to share the stream back up when it comes back up, um, that way we can get people. Okay, we're back live. Holy shit, that was weird. All right, so we had a little, little technical difficulty with the camera. I just decided to just Re- resume the stream. Right. The, the Russians are hacking us. It's what it is, man. They were hearing too much about these beers. <laughs> Give me your beer. <laughs> that was definitely not Russian, but it's fine. Uh, fuck, what were we talking about? Right All right, uh, cool. Downtown, so we're back live. downtown yeah, scene. Yeah, downtown um, scene, your opinion. Well, look, I mean, it's happening. You know, it's the, the Sixth Street style, you know... Um, it's street now. It's called in downtown, in downtown Laredo. It's happening, you know, and it's actually go, going a lot faster than I thought. I remember, shit, man, like nine years ago when the only decent bar to go down to was on the rocks. And when they opened up, you know, it was like the only rock bar in downtown Laredo, you know, and that was the fucking bar we go to. I was there every goddamn day. You know, I, I had Cafe Dolce downtown as well. After Dolce, we go get some beers, do it again the next day. And they had their identity. And that's, I think that's, that's the key to having a successful business is to know what you want, have your identity and don't ever, ever, ever like bruise your integrity as, a, as, as what it is. So now we have Cobru, it's the same thing. They have their own identity, you know? Yeah. They, I, also the, the whiskey, they, I believe too, too. Yeah. The know? way they poured it over from, yeah. from, from the other location I'm over to this one, yeah. mm-hmm. it's just, um, it, it, it works so well and it's been working very yeah. well for them too. So. Yeah. I, um, so yeah, I feel like those three bars right back to back. You know, they're like. I think that's great, right there. You know, yeah. like there's those three bars right there, like which said, one is, uh, on the on rocks, the rocks. On the caddy corner, right there. You know, like that little corner, right there on Tangelo. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, and then the rest in between. You know, there's there's enough for everybody. Now there is enough for everybody. Um, I think happy hour got you know once house closed that hap- that they house crowd. Boom. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure they're still doing great. You know, yep. and really and good for them. I think the house. Crowd is going to happy hour, also taboo. You know, across the street. Right now, they're opening up two more bars there too, so they're gonna have their own little thing going Chaos on too. Chaos bar, which Chaos you went bar. to. What was your opinion? On is that, that the one that has the mechanical, the mechanical bull? bull. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I walked bull. in. I was like, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, there's, enough, there's, there's something for everybody. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? It just wasn't like it, yeah. my flavor. Yeah, like, it, it's not that it's horrible. Yeah, this is not my flavor. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That's I agree. It. And most of those bars are not my flavor either. You know, uh, Electric Lounge is a great place too. You know, um, I really like Electric Lounge, and the owners are friends of mine, and um, they're doing really cool shit there. It looks really cool too. It keeps getting better and better. I was just telling one of the owners, Rick, down, uh, this past Saturday, that um, the, uh, my buddy Rudy, he's also an owner there. He he painted the fucking Danzig and Lemmy and oh yeah yeah. Walls. I I, great, I performed dude. at Electric really Lounge cool. on, yeah. on on Halloween cool night place. actually. Um, yeah, it's real cool, man. Those those yeah. the, the, the good people too. Yeah, for sure, man. You know, so they they uh, they Rudy, have their head Rudy, in the right place. Rudy was a guy from Stella Lost, right? That's right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
cool. I've yeah. known, known Rudy since middle school. Yeah, we're, we're old homies. But I mean, if they are going for that Sixth Street feel, that cookie cutter type of thing is what Sixth Street is. Really? Yeah, yeah. man. Well, I mean, like, I, cause I've been to Sixth Street several fucking times. There's tons. All of shit the fucking. Yeah. Yeah, there is several bars, but mm-hmm. every bar I would go to was essentially the same fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Like they had, you know, their thing, like the Jackrabbit. Yeah, their mm-hmm. fucking, you know, their actual big ass Jackrabbit type of thing. You have rooftop where. Yes, it's like on the second story and shit. Uh, fuck, I don't know some of the other like uh, the Shakespeare, the fucking library. Uh, I guess like they're they're themed in 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 a way, but when you go to them, it's like the same fucking. I don't know. That was yeah. just my experience. A lot of it was a fucking blur. Let me be honest. You know what actually like really surprised me is the uh, I forget the name of the street, but it's downtown McAllen. Oh, uh, the, 11th Street. Is it 11th Street? I'm not sure, Or 17th Street, one of those. Right, um, if you're listening, what's the street in your city? But that was uh, that was really surprising to me because uh, Kian and I went there. I had performed at Cine Rey, and then after that, we kind of just... Is that where they have Yerberia or no? Yeah. 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 Yerberia Cultura. Mm-hmm. Dude, so I went there and started looking at all that stuff going on there, and it was actually really surprising, man. Like, the, the that place has a lot of, like, diversity between each one of the... Uh, um, between each one of their bars and their scenes that are up there. So it's in a... Um, yeah, I think we went to one that was, like, 90s-themed. Uh, so it had, like, big-ass pictures of, like, Justin Timberlake with the... Uh, with the with fucking... The, with the ramen hair. The ramen hair. Yeah. Ramen, yeah. <laughs> uh, all that, like, every it's single one of It's gonna be places. May. Yeah, exactly, yeah, dude. It's gonna be So they had May. all these things, like, <laughs> like there. And then... Uh, so that was a 90s-themed bar. We went to another cool. one that was, like, a circus. It was so weird, man. They had, See, like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, everyone has their identity. Right, yeah. Everyone stands out because they do different shit. Right. And that's what you got to look for. Yeah, I guess find, I know? guess that's true. Like, yeah. yeah, if you think about it, like yeah. like it might, maybe it's the, maybe that's the difference, or that's a distinction that I'm trying to make is that it's not necessarily the uh, the uh, the music that's being played there or anything that's, like that, yeah, mm-hmm. but the atmosphere the, that they're creating, yes. the aesthetic um, of it, absolutely. And that was what we wanted to do with with a uh, with cultura. Obviously, you know, we were like, oh, we're dude. not a food truck park. Yeah, that's for damn sure. You know, it's a beer garden, 100%. and we happen to have food trucks. You know, but what? And then at that point, it's like, what else are we gonna do? Right. You know, okay, so we're gonna have Texas craft beer. What else are we gonna do? All right, so then we're gonna have some live music. You know, what else? Okay, well maybe we can bring in comedy now. You know, and, and this and that. At this point, we keep asking ourselves like, what else? What else? What else? You know, not that we're, we don't know what we want, but cultura is like a living entity, and it's gonna keep evolving. And this is the same mentality I've always had with Cafe Doce. You know, Cafe Doce was supposed to be something, and it just happened to blossom into something else because that's what people wanted. You know, but once we found and that... It, was a, you, it originally was a bakery, right? It was a bakery, was a, coffee a shop, time. yeah. And then we started having art shows, music shows, and then before that, you know, we were just, you know, uh, people, uh, artists, musicians were gravitating towards us, and then we became more of a, you know, a fucking, um, you know, just the... The life of, of downtown Laredo, yeah, in a yeah, sense, you yeah. know, like everyone should want to be at Cavi Doce hanging out, you know, and, and just, well, it's just cool. the zeitgeist I mean, of, of the time, you know. You you feel it too, like you notice like the difference there is. Like I I actually just had a friend not so long ago just tell me who uh, she was like, oh, I I just realized that cultura, how cool of a place is this. This is actually after the uh, 
The Vale Cayam Cayampa. Yeah, that's a good band, dude. Those, yeah, those kids yeah. are awesome. Yeah, yeah Le- Lex, Lex, shout out Lex. Yeah. She thinks she's watching right now. She 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 drums for them. Yeah, uh, and they they're they're really good. Yeah, and then that girl auto- could sing too. Then oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Automatic Weekend went up, mm-hmm. and um and uh, they just rocked it, man. And mm-hmm. she. And one of my one of my friends was telling me like, dude, this is the place that I want to hang out more at. And I was like, yeah, dude, of course. Kiana just puts cultura as the best thing that happened to Laredo. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Kiana. <laughs> <So> cute. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So these, uh, and I'm actually completely in agreement because like, I, and I've, I've brought I brought friends over and 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 comedians uh, who've visited from out of town um, who have yet to hit my open mic. Raymond, if you're if you're listening, uh, but he like I brought like Raymond over from he was performing. Uh, at uh, at House of Whiskey, part of Aaron's show, and um, when he came over and I showed him the place, like I introduced him to you guys. Actually, mm-hmm. he was just like, "Dude, this is awesome! Like I've never seen anything like that before, or whatever." So, um, it's interesting to see like the reactions to it of people who like live in places like Austin and San Marcos and McAllen and and, and San Antonio, like other places that we kind of perceive that they have so many things to do. And this, I think, is the first like really refreshing area to be in um and not just so much because of the beer and because of the food but just in general like the atmosphere and the ambience like every everybody has something to do there you know and i think at this point the vinyl night dude super cool like yeah. I, vinyl night too been, shout been, out been, to geraldine richard yeah um screaming flower and the whole screaming flower crew for sure man Shout out to Fourth Dimension Friday. For, the, oh, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Don't forget right. this Friday. This, this Friday, Friday. <laughs> yeah. So part of the, yeah, dude. Uh, let's talk a little more about that. I think the, uh, we we've we've had such a good reception as of late, dude. It's been weird. Like there are people who come and say, like, "Hey, did you guys start with the podcast?" Or they're like, "No, the music's up right now, and then you, you, we'll start the podcast afterwards." Uh, and they're like really excited to see. Um, you know what we've got going on. I think this next one is going to be pretty wild because uh, Dude, we have the return of the infamous Rick, the man, the myth, the motherfucking legend, Rick Matamoros. Rick Matamoros is back on the panel. I need, uh, Holy I, shit! So Matamoros, Rick, Matamoros. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So this that guy, guy is something else, man. He, yeah. He's uh, what I, I call a uh, conspiracy extraordinaire because every time, every time he says something, yeah, like different, like he goes off on a tangent, but it's just like so shocking that sometimes it's like sitting there, like he's so serious. About what it too. The, oh, dude, one hundred percent. He's so serious about it. Even when he's talking about his drum machine, you know, or or like his instruments, he's like yeah, Chris, because it's because this and this and blah blah. He's a fucking I'm passionate you, man. dude, man. Like I love it, dude. I love yeah. the guy. He's great. <laughs> he's fucking great. And he was there for the first one that we initiated, the inaugural 40F that happened at fucking Boogaloo. Yes. And uh, he's gonna be there for the last. How one many weeks have we done? Out. This has been six. Uh, yeah, it was uh, the first one was in June. This is the last one in December. So yeah. I love the idea. I love the idea. I love the whole concept. You know, it's great. So really thanks, cool. man. It came up with it. Should, it should I like to, to for to real without Roger, dude? I would have uh, never been able to. Do that. <laughs> so you, you, it's definitely home to you guys for as long as you guys want it. Dude, it's, I'm so excited to just like not only. Did, uh, it just like kick off next year too. Like I have like so many ideas, and it's just I think it's barely hitting like its stride because we had, uh, I think we've like every every single every single episode it's been more and more packed, right? Like every single one. I, I feel like it hit it with dark arts. Yeah, right before that one. Which was the one before dark? Uh, with Chris James. I forgot. Chris James. Yes, mm-hmm. that one was great. And even though the the crowd was a little bit smaller, everyone that's in that was in the crowd was like. Invested as oh, dude, and that's awesome. the th- that's the thing that shocks me sometimes is that like when we're sitting there like this last one we were we were sitting there we were talking uh, which one was the, the topic for the last one um, T 
secret societies. Secret societies. Yeah, there you go. We were sitting there, and like, not only were they were like, "Oh, this is super hilarious," but also really interesting. They were sitting there listening to us talk for like two and a half hours, and I'm like, "Yeah, what, dude, what are you guys doing?" <laughs> but, I mean, they, and they were drinking too. Like, it was a lot of fun getting them involved. But um, shout out to your bartender just dropping heat. Oh yeah, oh, Abigail. We're gonna, yeah, we're yeah. gonna have oh, her dude, on. If she wants point. to be on the panel. She works she, at Dolce, right? That's yeah. She works at, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's, she's our manager at Dolce, and she's also a really good friend of me and Valerie. Valerie's known her for a long time, and obviously, I've known her for a long time as well. But um, but yes, she's a good friend of ours. So yeah, well, we're talking about Fourth Dimension Fridays. It's our live Freaky audience. Freaky Friday Alien. Freaky thing. Friday Alien thing is the other Spooky name for stuff. it. Spooky stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. So um, this is a live audience podcast. So you you guys like to be um interactive during our our, our live streams. Go and check out our live audience podcast. We'll be there talking with uh, Francisco Flores, aka Frankie Flowers, aka the Comedy Sausage. Uh, he's <laughs> also the co-host alone. Uh, co-host, co-host for um, for it the, came the, the mic the drop. No, oh, okay, for, no, he's the host of it came from the internet. But right. that's not. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Sorry, uh, yeah, co-host <laughs> for soon. the for the mic drop. He'll be hosting this Thursday. Um, but that's a separate topic. We'll talk about that later. Anyway, so we'll have him on the panel along with the uh, Mister, the infamous Rick, Rick Matamoros. Matamoros. Uh, you know what? I I just found out that was his first name. I just been calling him Matamoros. For we years. don't know what his actual name is, man. I know his actual name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so his, his real name is not Rick. His, I, he, I won't. He looks like a Rick. to reveal it. But this guy, what's funny he's, is he's, that he's that dude that doesn't have no social media presence at all. Here, nope. let me let me tell you a story about Rick, man. One time I was, uh, I, so Rick is really good friends is with. Is this uh, the Pizza Hut story? Yeah, okay. Rick is really good friends with. Um, I go with, with George uh, George Lopez. Uh, okay, all right, the uh, the artist. He's one of he's one of no my relation, good friends, right? So uh, yeah, no relation to the comedian. So he's really good friends with him, and uh, uh, one time we all went together to go grab uh, pizza at at Pizza Hut, right? And so we were like, you know, and actually it happened more than once. So it might not be the story that you're talking okay, about. Okay, okay. But uh, we were we were sitting around or whatever, and he was like, um, he was like, uh, he he started telling me he was like, no. Uh, it's ridiculous that you would do anything like a podcast like that and put your name out like that, your real <laughs> name out, this and that. He, he, he's like, put your name out, whatever this and that. I was like, hey, if I'm not mistaken, you're, you've done a couple of podcasts with Josh before, more than just one. So you're, you're out there too. And he goes, whoever said Rick Matamoros was my real name, Roger. <laughs> and he said it was such like, it, it, it sent chills. He has like a fucking that. authority to his voice, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's absolutely. Like, I believe that. Yeah, and no, the dude has like two two masters or something like that? Some craziness. Uh, he's a fucking biochemist for yeah, the government. Yeah, biochemist. Yeah. For the government. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, all right, man, you're CIA. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's uh, Well, he, he also has, plays bass for a garage band. Yeah, man, yeah. and they have some cool flyers. That garage band's cool, dude. Yeah. What like what, band. what what band? Garage band's a cover band. They play a yeah. cultura. Like, oh, it's just called garage band. Yeah, that's what they call it, garage oh, band. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like garage band. And he does like his solo stuff, like with his fucking sequencer and all that and, stuff. And that's that's the Matamoros project. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And I have one of the only albums in existence <laughs> on this laptop. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's I do. That guy's a trip, dude. He's, he's great, an though. interesting guy to talk yeah, to. Absolutely. A little outlandish sometimes, but a lot of fun. Um, so so yes, please come through and strap yourself in for a fucking I'll crazy fucking be ride, man. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah, I worked on the flyer. I'm really proud of it. It's got a the my well the I think the more uh, the more talked about ones, which was uh, of course my, Michael Jackson, Pac. Uh, Pac, Biggie, and uh, Paul McCartney. Yeah, <laughs> Paul um, McCartney, dude. Paul is dead. Yes, that's but, part of the, that's part of the. Uh, this stuff we'll be talking then. Um, 
I would I would like to give you a taste right now, but I I think it's better you just wait and yeah, 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 go on Friday. It should be fun. Um, Make plans to attend. Oh, and of course, uh, Diabetic Jesus is going to be doing our music that night. Yes. Nice. So he'll be there uh, from 9 to about 9.45, right? Uh, yeah. That, uh, he'll be playing some music where y'all get your drinks, settle in, hang out, talk for a little while, and we'll get the podcast started just after that. So go and check it out. Uh, we're excited and uh, see you there. And you can try all these beers that we're trying um, at Cultura Beer Garden that night as well. So Hell speaking yeah. of... Yes, let's go back to a Christmas beer here. Nice. So I need an opener for this. Smile your face. I could use my knife, but I don't want to seem like a, a fucking badass, you know? Nah, dude, don't want to see you, dude. cold, dude. All right, so next here we got uh, Anchor Steam Brewery. They're Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Ale. Yes, bro. Merry Clean, Christmas. Simple, Happy you know, New Year. It's nice yeah, little pretty, bottle. Uh, yeah. It's a great beer, though. It's a really good beer. So it's a little darker, that's for sure. What is this? This is another winter warmer. Okay. Another winter warmer. Yeah. Little winter warmer. Get your fucking knitted socks. Grab your San Marcos, dude. And pull up a Some mesquite leña and yeah. make a little fire. You know, in South Texas, we use mesquite. Yeah. There you go, bud. Thank you. There you go, sir. This is a lot darker than the other ones oh, you tried, right? Oh, yes. Look at that. We're slowly getting darker. That was actually... There was a, a podcast idea that oh, was that floated around. Oh, that opened up my nostrils, man. Yeah, Sam for real. There was a podcast idea that was floated around to where as like you would start off with light beers and like low-level conspiracies, and as the beers get darker, you just go like deeper into I the like rabbit hole. That, that's, uh, yeah. that's cool. Let me see that bottle, man. I I'm take trying to look for the ABV on this one. This oh, year. right. I don't, I don't think I see it here. That's a cre- It has a bite to it. It doesn't say. I would say probably... S- Oh shit! Where is it? Oh, six point nine. Nice. We're 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 we've been slowly climbing up, right? Yeah. Yeah. I actually have a special bottle that we should probably open up next. Um, fifteen percent. Oh shit! Yeah, Goose Island. Yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas. Goose Island was the first IPA that I ever intentionally tried. Mine was um dogfish. Dogfish head? Yeah, 60 the, Minute. Oh, the 60 Minute. I yeah. remember the 90 Minute was the first real bitter one that I tried. And I was like, what the fuck? I, I fell in love with it. Because from the, from the 60, I went to the 90. And then I, I couldn't find the 120. But this is when I was still living in Austin. Fucking shit, dude. 15 Dog years ago, head, maybe. Man. They're fucking... Yeah. They kill the game. They, yeah. Have you ever tried Midas Touch? Yeah, I had that for a bit. I, dude, Cultura. That one's great, man. And it'll get you fucked up. See, the, the 90 Minute, when I, I ever... They come in a... Four pack, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I knocked out one one night. I knocked out one. Same night, I had one more. Had the third one. I was feeling pretty fucking good. So you know what I mean? Have the fourth one. Let's see how far we can go tonight. I, I passed on the way to my my bedroom, literally in the hallway, just like boom. Nice. My my tolerance wasn't as high Short as it is now. <laughs> so this is the uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Bam. Yeah. What are your impressions? It's great. You know, it's it's a it's a clean beer. You know. I'm feeling that it's bite got right at the it's, very it's end. Multi, it does have a little bite at the end, yeah. It has a little bite, that's for sure. It's probably from some sort of spice. I can't really tell which one it is, but... This, I was reading on there that it's like brewed with trees. <laughs> right, that's what exactly it's Pine, like. maybe. It says on here... Could um, be the hops, too. They probably use some piney hops. It says, uh, Western Arbor Vitae, the tree of life. An evergreen conifer native to the Northern California. Conifers, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It tastes like I'm tr- biting a tree branch, <laughs> but like in a good way, if that makes any sense. It's meant to represent the newness of life, bro. 
This is a really deep beer. I really like this, and I, I like the, uh, the 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 direction they're taking. This is a deep cut. Like this is yeah. Now you're put on your black belt and strap yourself in. You know yeah, I mean? it's like your uh, your grandpa is going to be like, "Hey, sit down. We're going to get you a beer that put puts her in chest. Yeah, put some her in your chest. Mm. You know, it's funny. Nichols' daddy used to tell me that all the time. Like exactly that. Put some hair on your chest. I feel like I do got to do this though. Yeah, yeah, yeah just it's just got a little open bit up of a little the, bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is no action right here, you know, and just kind of take a whiff. It smells so good. Yeah, it man, does. that smells interesting. It was funny. It's like I never really noticed like the lawnmower ale, ale, ale lawnmower from uh, St. Arnold's. Arnold's? So, yeah, when you when you Classic. pour that up, dude, you listen, yeah. you, you 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 smell it. it does smell like. Like I imagine, like, like a lawn, lawn clippings lawn. or whatever. Yeah, dude, it's that's crazy. a coach beer. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so good. Style. Yeah, it's, that's, that's a really my favorite good beer. one. Yeah, that, I love that lawn more. Okay, so that, let's, let's do this. What are your favorite drinks of the season, man? If you have like one that maybe like one that stood out a bunch, like I'll give you an example. My favorite um, uh, Rattler was that lemon ginger Rattler from Carbach. Okay, right? yeah, that was that Rattlers. Yeah, I I love Rattlers, man. Yeah, Where is you to describe them to me? The story yeah. of Rattlers is so cool. I learned yeah. it from Chris. <laughs> the only Rattler I like, dude, is the ride in Fiesta, Texas, dude. There you go. No, this is Rattler. <laughs> it was different. But yeah, Rattler is a... Uh, so basically, it was a German cyclist, right? It uh, was, it was, they were doing a race, yeah. They were yeah. doing a race, and um, so they ended up at a, you know some German pub you know, up the hill. And if I remember the story correctly. So then they get to this pub. You know, After the ride, they're drinking beer, right? And then they ran out. They start to run out. They they realize they're going low on their supplies of, of ales, so then or lagers actually. And then so they had these old, fucking like Italian sodas, just cases nobody wanted. They were just there in the back. So they're like, "What are we gonna do? You know, they're gonna, they they want more beer. What are we gonna do?" So they're like, "Well, fuck. Why don't we just give them half Italian soda, you know, orange soda, and then half lager?" So that was the birth of the, the of the Rattler, which which in the states is called a shandy. Okay, mm-hmm. right, yeah. It was so. a. I thought it was a lemonade or something. That they, like, a nice little that, lemon that, shandy. Yeah, this what is this oh, shit? shit? Yeah, so right. So. I'm gonna break my host rule. It's a mix. Run to the little boys room. Mm-hmm. But no, I mean, any season of this year? Yeah. Well, let's just say. Uh, let's start off now, man. What's your favorite drink of this season so far? This season so far. So we're, what are we're still in fall? I mean, I, I gotta go with with. I was excited when the um, Shiner Cheer came up. I'm every year I am. That that's just my go. I, I feel like so. I it, yeah. every every year it changes a little bit, right? Like they kind of tweak the recipe just a little bit. Slightly. I thought it was like exceptionally good this year. Yeah. I tried one at um, who gave me one? I was at a I was at a, a Thanksgiving party actually, mm-hmm. and a friend of mine uh, pulled up with some Shiner Holiday Cheer bottled, um, mm-hmm. and because uh, some of them come in cans too, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he gave me, and there's a difference in that too. I think we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he, yeah, he gives me the uh, Shannon Holiday Cheer, and I tried it, and it was just so pleasant, man. And it made me feel like that, like I feel like I drank it, and like I started hearing Christmas carols and shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful beer, apricots, pecans, you know, uh, you know, ale, and, and it's great. Um, that's my go-to. The only thing is, it gives me wicked hangovers. Oh really? But it's worth it because I've it never, I don't so think good. I've ever drank more than like one or two, so I wouldn't know if it was. I've, like I've a, had a few. Yeah, I've had a few. That's for sure. Um, oh, these past few years. I think this year I'm gonna take it easy and maybe have one or two and then switch to a lighter beer. Yeah. The one I was really surprised with this year. There's two actually that really blew my fucking mind. Um, Sweetwaters 420 strain, the G13 strain actually. Uh huh. That IPA. That one blew my fucking mind. Uh, Those are the dank ones. That's right? the dank one. Those yeah. The, I tried their stout. Yeah. 
the, the chocolate is fucking yeah, delicious too. I tried it and I was just yeah. like, this is a, way too dank for me. Like, a I was dank like, chocolate <laughs> stout, you know. It was that's unheard of, you know. Yeah. Even the the G13 IPA. Um, I don't smoke weed anymore, so I mean, I don't know what strain and this and all that bullshit is, you know. But, <laughs> but I mean, for me, like, I opened the fucking beer and I was like, "Whoa, it smells like some fucking prime yeah, shit," you know. Dude. It's it brewed just, with hemp, right? That's what it no, is. no, people think that it is, but it's not. It's just the um, the recipe of hops they use. I think really, um, yeah. And I remember the, with, reading with, with on the, the bottle that it said something like it, it says in the like, back, no hemp. Already, oh, it says there's zero hemp in that beer. I thought there was too until I looked at the bottle and I was like, "Says no hemp." The fuck did they use that? You know, yeah. it's probably just the recipe. And, and they got they, they, they these crafters now. They have like every brewery. I've, every brewery I've been to, they have a lab, right? To check you know quality control, you know, and, and whatnot of of the brews. Everything from smell to taste, I imagine. But also they're there also coming up with concoctions, you know, and maybe this and that and blah blah blah. You know, it's becoming it's a craft. You know, that's what's oh, called yeah. craft beer. You know. So it's becoming more of a science now, you know. It's always been a science, you know, but, like, they're getting a little more scientific with their beers. And I think Sweetwater is kind of up there in that aspect because that beer blew my fucking mind. It literally, literally blew my mind. You've got that at Cultura. I do. I, yeah. I want to have it as long as I'm able to bring it in <laughs> yeah. because it's it's great. Everyone that has it loves it. Uh, the Chocolope, right. the, the 420 Chocolope, uh, chocolate stouts, equally delicious. Um, and then second was... The change of another one of my favorites, uh, Shiner's Ruby Redbird, the Ruby Redbird. Fear last year it was still a full-bodied ginger grapefruit beer, you know, and they they brought it down in calories, they brought it down in ABV, and it's now it's an easier drinking beer, and that one blew my mind too because I thought it was gonna be a piece of shit. I was like, man, this beer's gonna suck, man. I remember the old flavor, but as I was drinking it during the summertime, I was like, whoa, like this is this is where it's at. Man. So that's I your love summertime beer. beer. Which one? Yeah, yeah, Ruby for Redbird. sure. It's Ruby Redbird. Ruby Redbird. Oh, and also the, the Shiner Cerveza de Verano, their Mexican style lager. The first time. Damn, ever. so Shiner's taking two whole seasons. Yeah. You're talking about it's Shiner Dude, holiday. Sh- Shiner. This, this past year, Shiner was not fucking around. Dude, Shiner's really killing, hard with the fucking game. They've been, yeah. they've been killing it these for past a two years. Good actually, second, yeah. These past two years, since we've been open at Cultura, like Shiner has not been fucking around, dude. Uh-huh. And I go to Shiner once a year uh, for. Uh, I respect the shit out of Shiner. I said they were like yeah. fighting versus the. Uh, um, the car, Carbach, the Carbach uh, coming in with the Carbach, uh, yeah. or, or Crawford Bach, yeah, Crawford yeah. <laughs> that's laughable, man. Yeah, it's, oh, it's come on, there's, dude. A, there's a new, there's a new <laughs> Bach, don't, or don't fuck can. with Shiner, yeah, it, that, that was disrespect, dude. So, for those of y'all who don't know what we're talking about, yeah, Shiner, Texas is where obviously where Shiner is brewed, yes, right, uh, the, the Spitzel Brewery, yeah, they um, they they had a uh, Carbach, which is now a part of uh. Of uh, Anheuser Busch, AB right? and Bev, yeah, right. So yeah. they um, they bought a billboard out and put it in Shiner, Texas, and it, and they had a picture of Crawford Bach, and it said, "There's a new Bach in town." Yeah, the and Shiner did not take kindly to they, it. They, they were like, the "Hey, they're like, hey, look, we're an actual craft brewery from Texas, that independent, employs, independent that employs hardworking Texans." Uh, we're not part of a, you know, what they called like a beer monopoly or conglomerate or something like that. Yeah, with uh, it, beer. Was, it was this whole thing, man. And it was just so funny seeing that. But it's like, it's it's uh, it's uh that Texan spirit, man. Like you fight against the man. And it was like so good. Dude, they it, ended that letter so beautifully, as our neighbors would say down the street, come and take it. Right. Because Gonzalez is just, yeah, it's just like 20 dude. miles down. And they have the come and take it uh, cannon, you know, from the from the battle. Right, right, right. Ages ago. 
But look, nothing against Carbock. In my opinion, I love Carbock too. They they do some really good brews, and they've been pumping out some really good shit too the past few years. Their Love um, Street is great, man. The Love Street's a really good, drink, uh, easy drinking beer. It's also a beer that that can, if someone's not used to craft beer, you know, they used to it's like a good entry level. Yeah, it's a definitely a good entry level for sure. So, you know, and from there you can kind of just keep evolving into like other breweries as do well, you, other styles of beer. Do you remember KCCO? Yes. Dude, they had... Yeah, that was the chive, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they had this one unfiltered wheat beer that was like... I remember when it came out, it, it was very seldom... Well, it was released, you know, um, and... They had it here at Feldman, Feldman's. I remember a buddy of mine when it was like, I got to go and buy it. Yeah. And and that was the thing because like my, my like dipping my toe into the water was kind of like starting to drink Blue Moon. And I was like, oh, this is definitely something different. Was that your craft entry that, level? Yes. That was like, here, come on in. Take a take a gander at this side of the world. And my friend was like, nah, dude, let me step your game up. And he was a bartender for a while at Alamo. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, worked as a projection manager after that. And uh, he was like, nah, dude, I need to take you up to this next level. And he was like, here. And he bought that KCCO wheat beer like the unfiltered, and then we just had it like on one night, just you know, just a regular night, and it was amazing, man. This is a long time ago. It was uh, the Keep Keep Calm Chivon, I think. I don't even remember Something the name, like man. I don't remember that was the a name. Long time ago. I don't think I ever tried it, but I remember the big deal about that beer. My buddy, I think Benny, Benny, and you know, my my business partner and his friend Randy were the ones who were, were uh, excited about that beer coming. It was up. amazing, dude. And um, and yes, it was definitely a long time ago. I mean. Uh, uh, Spix was still a uh, Spex, excuse was me. Filaments? Yeah, it was still Filaments. So you're looking at probably two, 2011, maybe? Right 12, around maybe? there. Maybe, yeah. like, I want to say, when did, when did I turn 21? Sorry. Like 2014, 2015. Okay. Right around there. It was like right, right. there. And then uh, one of the things that I wanted to mention earlier that I actually didn't get to mention when we were talking about, like, um, beers or whatever that have gone extinct. Mm-hmm. So Weathered Souls did a special edition beer for Black Panther mm-hmm. called Long Live the King, I think. Oh, a blonde? No. Oh. It was a fucking uh, Russian Imperial style. I, I, I thought you said blonde, live the king. No, long live the okay, king. Okay, because yeah. the play on words, you know, it'd be, yeah, be yeah. kind of cool. That would have been cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but it was amazing, dude. And that one was, like, they had it at the draft house. And yeah. I think they only made, like, a couple of barrels for the draft house we have here. Yeah. Uh, the one in San Antonio and I think the one in Corpus and Weathered Souls like handed them out. It was around the same time that they rolled out the Roundabout Midnight. I don't know if you had that one. Yes. So it was like Roundabout Midnight and then Long Live the King and when Black Panther came out I had it and I was like this is amazing. It's like the closest that I've had any uh, it's the closest beer that I've had to the fucking birthday bomb. It was, like, right in that flavor profile with, like, some spices. You can taste, like, molasses and all that shit. Yeah. It was amazing. And, nice. Uh, well, I mean, you know, Black Panther fizzled out, whatever, and it was gone. And I was like, dude, like, you could still get it because they still had it on tap. But uh-huh. then I think they did, like, an employee party for, like, a New Year's or something. And they just tapped it, like, completely. like Fuck it. And I was like, I hate you. <laughs> it was so good. We had uh, Weathered Souls for a, for a hot minute at the old location. We had the who. Who got the juice now? Oh man, the New England style, the Nepa, the New England style IPA. Yeah, that one was that was so really good. Fucking yeah, good. we had that, refreshing. We had a as few fuck. kegs of that, and then they just we just couldn't get them anymore. And I think it was like a distribution thing where they were trying to get a, uh, like trying to sign with a with a big distributor, mm-hmm. I don't know, F Southern or, or Benny Keith, one of those, you know. And it didn't go through. 
I'm not sure. I, I think it's still in the works. You know, this is about a few months ago that I was actually, I was, I asked, I called the, the my was my rep at the time. I was up, dude. Like, what's up with Weather Souls? Like, how can I get some? Oh, right now we're not bringing any to Laredo except for the draft house. We got like a special, I don't know, distribution contract. Yeah, yeah that's some shit with yeah. them. So that okay, cool. So, the roundabout we'll midnight is great, man. It is good actually. It's a fucking. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what the brew style is, but yeah. it's fucking good. It's stout. It's stout, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's I'm stout. For sure. Yeah. And fucking dark beers, man. I remember oh, back when you were still at San Bernardo, the um, Vietnamese one was it? Yeah, like a coffee. Coffee stout or a coffee oh, porter? Oh yes, what was uh, that? Um, fuck, it had a name. It was like a green can. That's so many fucking beers. <laughs> it had a name like a, a sort of precious rock. I think. No, Oasis, right? Yes. Yes. It, it was called Cafe Fo. Something like that. Cafe. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Dude, yes. that one was great, man. Oasis from Austin. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Hey, speaking of stouts, let me let's hit, hit up a, a nice light stout really All quick. All right, let's go for it. So we got Firestone Walker Nitro Merlin Milk Stout. Oof, nice. And I think this bad boy is four point five percent. You guys also have that 5. left 5. hand milk stout, right? Dude, that's fucking phenomenal. Yes, yes, it is, man. It's a. I think that one is flying under the radar really hard right now. That's really good. It's really good. So yeah. like, I haven't had this one yet. Uh, I had it. I brought it in Friday. And I just been fucking busy, but um, here we go. So it's nitro based, so it's not CO two. It's it's more like Guinness style, you know. It's a little bit thicker. It's it's right? it's actually lighter. It's more silky. Oh, there that flavor. That's the right yeah. Word, yeah. So I'm gonna. It's basically with with, the, with with nitro beers or nitro cans. You want to do a hard pour? Yep. Just kind of just hit it real hard. Let it fucking aerate. Beautiful pouring technique. Yeah. You so you're not. You should be able to see the bubbles kind of right raise up. Over yeah. There. There you go. You're not getting the the full experience if you're if you're not pouring it out into okay. something. There you go. I like milk stouts. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really man, like the lemon. It's so good. The, yeah. the vanilla hits you quick. Oof. It almost smells like roasted coffee, right? Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> it smells amazing. This is a good one. If you're into stouts, definitely Ooh. get your hands mm. on this. Mm. Get your hand on that left-handed milk stout, dude. We still have that too at Cultura. It's great. Sure's. This might be my new favorite, dude. This is. I was going to tell you, I it's, feel like this is right up your alley and also the other one that they have. Yeah. Let me see that. Left-hand milk stout. I haven't tried left-hand. Mm-hmm. It's really fucking good. And it's been... Did you just get this one? Yeah. It's been at Last a, Friday. It's been at Specs for a good while, too, the left-handed one. So, you know, if you ever need some access to it after we tap it over here at Cultura. It's phenomenal. It's, it's just, like, so roasty, like, that aftertaste. Yeah, man. It tastes, like, tastes like coffee. Tastes like a nice oh, That's cool. It is. Tell you, stop, pour hard into glass. Master the surge pour. Yeah. Number one, invert can three times. Number two, surge pour. Number three, wait, admire, cascade. Number four, enjoy. <laughs> this is really cool. <laughs> that's pretty dope. It's so good. Yeah, this is really good, man. I, 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 I love this. Mm. And the thing is, you know, uh, most great. most beers um, are CO two based. You know, or, they, or the beer gas. You know, is what it's called, and um, they get more of that crisp, carbonated, you know, um, texture to it. See, with nitro, right, right. You, you, it's a high pressured gas, so it's also um, it's, it, it gives it more of a a, a silky like velvety, texture, almost, velvety, right? yeah, yeah. velvety, silky, velvety uh, type of taste to it, like Guinness. You know, um, I really enjoy that. You know, I really Same. do. 
Same. I recently had mm. an Irish cream ale once on a different podcast that I did. Mm. And it's like right along this uh, consistency. It's great. It was in a can, but like a like the same size of the milk size you guys have. Okay. But in a can. Okay. And it had like that little thing in the bottom because I don't know. Yeah. W- what's what's the deal with nitro? Does it hit you a little faster? No, 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 no. It's it's I mean it's just a difference. It's just a difference um in body. They know what what like uh, what what Cold I heard brew. I heard from a boy, yeah, from um uh one of our friends that works at Starbucks, he's mentioned to us Bar that Starbucks. The uh, that the bucks the the, uh, the nitro cold brew there that it that it has the same delivery methods as this but yeah. it's uh it's it's meant to like be stronger deliver the caffeine faster through your system or something I don't know if that's just marketing I, yeah, bullshit I or I, I don't believe in that I mean I'll tell you this cold brew coffee is a strong strong brew 100%. you know it depends how they brew it but most of them are we we used to have a kuvi. Uh, cold oh, brew, the cold coffee, brew cans, right? um, well, the cans, but also mm-hmm. we had the kegs. So I had a, uh, I had a, I bought a kegerator for Cafe Dolce, and it was for CO two. So I had to swap out all the all the guts inside and bring in the nitro system. It's completely different. It's a completely different uh, gas, completely different uh, regulator, completely different. Um, Is tubes. that also for Guinness? You said yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I remember you yeah. telling me that you had to get that. So whole now, thing now we have Guinness at, 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 at Cultura, and. For, yeah, exactly. It's, it, I literally have a, a gas a nitro tank just for that. Different regulator, a different uh, spout also where the, the fountain, the faucet where you pour the beer, it's completely different. Everything's different about it. You know, so that Cobra coffee that we had was really strong. Yeah. It really was, but we it was nice to because... that one. Those were really good ones. Yeah, so when you pour it, it looks like you're pouring Guinness. It looks yeah. just like this. It looks know? exactly like this, yeah. But it's not beer. It's coffee. It's cold brew coffee. If you really need to wake up, dude, that's always a good way to go. Mm-hmm. A cold brew or even a nitro. I agree. And uh, it's just black, though. No, don't put any bullshit in it. Yeah, I agree. Not for sure, man. But this is fucking good. It really is, man. I might say yeah. I like this one better than the the milk stout from I left hand. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm. This is gonna be. My, what's the ABV on this one? Uh, I think it said six something. I have it right here. Five point five. There you go. Five point five. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. I like the can, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the can's got a fucking lion and a bear fighting. I, I'll tell you this, man. Like Firestone Walker was one of those breweries that I was. Is this Texas not, too? I, no, 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 that's from California. Oh. That I didn't really like care about, you know. And I may 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 or may have not had a beer from them before, but. I was like, mm, you know, I'm not interested. And my rep from LNF at the time, Bo Sanchez, who's not there anymore, he's actually in Corpus now. Um, he was like, dude, Firestone, dude, trust me, dude, they make good beers and blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking at the artwork and I'm looking at the beer flavors, the styles, and I'm just like, I'm not interested, man. Maybe later. Uh, recently, I brought in the 805 uh, lager from Firestone, and it became one of my favorites. I actually, I'm wearing the cap right now, 805. Uh, that's their area code. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, that's a really good lager. So I said, "Fuck, man! I've been sleeping on the Firestone Walker. I need to bring more of these guys, uh, beers in because they're actually really good products." Yeah. So this, I brought this one in recently, and it's amazing, dude. So yeah, I'm becoming a fan. Yeah, this I is, like it. This is a uh, this is a good one. This is gonna be a late callback because you guys were talking about like favorite seasonal ones. Mm-hmm. One of the good ones that uh, was like I guess like spring slash summer was the toasted coconut ale, the chosen one. Yeah, nine oh three. Nine oh three. There yeah. you go. That one was fucking great. That's actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. That one was great. And uh, Cerveza, por favor. That was good, that too. Was, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mexican lager. I stopped those bringing those, that brewery great. in because they, they, um, their fucking cans were exploding on me. Oh, I, shit. 
in my in my my storage room, it was just like started popping. Really, design flaw. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Did you notify them of it? I did. I got credit. Yeah, for sure. It's from 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 the distributor that is, and they got credit from from the brewery or whatever. I'm not sure how that works out for them. But right. I, I made sure to get my kicks, my my cases filled. <laughs> but uh, yeah, at that point, I'm like, man, what's up with this fucking beer right. the brewery? I'm not gonna fuck with them anymore. But I, I I should probably look look into seeing to get some more. I just there's so much like I have, I have to choose from. You know, and my yeah, inventory. I mean, we've already kind of we we ran mm-hmm. a pretty hot list right now so far. You know, so I'm just like, man, like there's just so much I can bring in, where it becomes a little overwhelming in a certain in a good way. So at this point, I gotta just stick to like what I know people are gonna want to drink, right? And right. And then little by little, bring in the seasonals. You know, what's your? Uh, I would say your if you had like a rubric or or something that you wanted to kind of like stick to to to, to get an idea of where you're. Uh, uh, what beer you're gonna bring next, or what beer you're keeping an eye on? You know, like I know, like it was weird before I had heard of it. Um, you guys got Lorelei in from Corpus, mm-hmm. right? And then literally, like, like, two, like a month or so they after, were, they were everywhere here. Yeah, yeah, they're everywhere, and like I've seen, like it's like, oh, like I saw like a Texas like Digest or something like that. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, number one uh, beer, uh, number one uh, uh, craft brewery to watch or whatever in Texas, and it was like Lorelei that came out or something. They make really good beers. Too. Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Murdude's one of my favorite stouts. There's so. a brewery in uh, Arlington, I think. Left hand? No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, legal. Tubs. Oh, Tubs. Tubs Brewery. I'll say, I'm sorry, I'll say legal, legal Draft, but that the, beer. Mm. The, we actually had one on the last Yeah, uh, Legal Draft, right? That right. was like, it was, it was decent. Yeah, what was right. it called? Oh, fuck me, I forgot. Was it was it the uh, Hung Jury? No, I've had no. that one, which is, it was that's a, their Hefeweizen, the right? Yeah. Accused that was or something. Accused uh, Amber. Yeah, the Accused It may be that one. I think the it was accused. something like that. Or Guilty Until Proven Innocent? No, no, that wasn't anything like that. Okay, then I just made that up. But anyway, so Tubbs, a fucking brewery, is great. We need to start taking pictures of the things. We do. <laughs> Pickles, Pickles has all the fucking counts. <laughs> yeah. No, but they have this one that's called Full Grown Hombre that they do like a, it's a, it's a stout, but then they do like a seasonal version of it. By far Full one of the. Chef f- yes. Oh. By far, it's a, they did this version of it that was a raspberry chocolate stout. Oh, dude, it was Holy so good. Yeah, we tried dude. that one. That was a full-grown pastry chef. Yes. You know what? I actually just remembered right now that I ordered from Left Hand their raspberry nitro stout. It didn't fucking come in in my in my delivery today. Damn. I just like it. Just just tell just, me as soon as you get it, man. <laughs> yeah. I want to be there. That and sounds I good. Fucking want to pour it, dude. And the yeah. end of this is like that little bit of like creaminess to yes. it. It's so yeah, good. Yep. Fuck. I, I really like this stout. This you're, you're, is I'm, I'm, you're gonna be a fan of those nitro stouts, man, for sure. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The the left handed one is, I think, a, if I'm not if my memory serves correctly, it's a little bit creamier, maybe a little bit sweeter, but this one has yeah. that nice roasted smoky flavor. That's I what I like about this one. Yeah, yeah. I, I really I really dig that. That this roasted is, that that's roasted. I wish flavor. you could smoke in your room, dude. It's just like, hey, this is fucking spark. We can up. smoke. Hey. No, 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 no. Cigarette smell stays there a lot. Yeah, no, that's why. No, dude, I, I don't Not smoke cigarettes. in my. I'm a, I'm a smoker, but I don't smoke in my car. Yeah, no, and no. I don't smoke in my apartment. Fuck that. Nope. Yeah, fuck smoke. I'll just go outside and smoke because fuck that shit. Fuck cigarettes in general. And also, my wife won't let me. So right <laughs> at that point. <laughs> 
Wow. But, but yeah, but yeah. It's, yeah. This one's been a showstopper. That's for sure. Yeah, dude. Honestly, yeah. like I'm still kind of re- like. Next time that I, though, the, the one that we just brought up, the full grown pastry shop is in season. I'm going to make sure to get that to you because. Yes. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Fucking I think it was, it, it was, it was the table's favorite that day. There's 100% man. Yeah. Episode 80 something. It had this, it had this like really, I don't know. It was like. Like the perfect balance of like sweet and and just like because it was it was dark chocolate raspberry yeah dark so chocolate. it was like it had ooh. just a slight bitterness God to it damn. but it was like so I, like, I've had dark chocolate truffles fuck dude I remember when when Valerie was in in uh, in culinary school and we were in Austin and she was making truffles like I was like first and foremost what the fuck is a truffle right, right. you know and she was there in the kitchen she had fucking like flour everywhere and she had a fucking mess. I'm just like, who's the fucking clean this shit <laughs> up? You know, but then like at the end product, she's like, oh, well, here you go. Try this and try this. And I have I have my uh my test tomorrow and this and that and I gotta cook this and bake this and I was just like, just give me the samples, man. I'll fucking try them. I'll tell you what's what. It was all killer, man. Fuck, dude. The is a really good, really good baker. So, but yeah, dude, like I just, I got introduced to all these fucking like flavor, you know, like, like orange, black, uh, Dark chocolate truffles and you know and, and all this weird shit you know with some orange zest and shit yeah with dude, the zest dude a, like it was the zest is a big deal dude you know um really cool shit and she was making like fucking like uh like those designs like those like cake those like chocolate designs like that you fucking like you put on paper and you put in the freezer and, oh like, yeah kind of molded and shit you put on the fucking cake all that shit dude like holy shit that's how you make them you know. They're so elegant and beautiful. That's some so, real food channel shit. Really, it yeah, really does cool, sound dude. Like it, yeah, really cool. I'm just there drinking a fucking Miller High Life, right? looking at her. Damn, can I, can I have some? <laughs> That's why I drank back in the days, man. Miller High Life because I was broke, you know. But um, every once in a while, I, I would fucking. I, that's where I started to drink craft beer when I was living in Austin. My first year there, uh, I had an HEB next door to us, literally like next door. Dude, the HEBs over there have an amazing yeah, selection. Yeah, all of them, dude. So you can be in Riverside, you can be oh. fucking off of uh, Cesar Chavez, any of them, dude. Yeah. Great selection. So it's we were crazy. living, we were living in this apartment, and then there was a, a fucking wooden gate, and then there's an HB. But someone had the bright idea, which is actually great for us. Everybody was it ballpark apartments? No, no, no. It was a uh, fuck, dude. Um, Millwood. And we were we were on uh, north northeast, close to Round Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Palmer McNeil. That's where we lived. Holy shit. That's where fucking Mikey used to live, dude. And I know what you're talking about because <laughs> that same hole was still there to this fucking day. On the gate? Yes. <laughs> oh, Holy shit. shit. That's yeah, so there's, yeah. there's that gate and someone like took off like three or four of those fucking like like panels and shit or or, or I guess uh, whatever they're called, those fucking wood panels. Like a picket? Yeah. yeah. You walk through a couple of like yeah, apartment complexes, like, right? Through, yeah, you just yeah. walk through the fucking thing. You're like, boom, we're at the HGB now. And the liquor store is on the left. Yeah. That's yeah. funny, yeah. dude. Yep. Yeah, the that's nice it, that, that was that's um, crazy. I forgot the name of the apartment complex, but we lived there that first year. It's like off of uh, McNeil for sure. Mm-hmm. I know that like research is also close by there. Yeah, super close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where we lived. Cap City is like right up the fucking road, right? I'll be headlining there soon. Just so you guys know. I got a. Uh, <laughs> we're doing a live podcast there very soon. So this is like 2006, 2007, maybe. It's weird. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Yeah, Alan and Mikey used to live right on that apartment Ouch. complex. And the and bank. Yeah. And it was literally like, it, it may have been a little bit further because from their place to there, you know, there was like a route where you would take where you would, you would actually go through like a couple of different apartment complexes and mm-hmm. then end up at the HEB. And then like there was that liquor store that's like right 
around the fucking yeah. block. Like, and there was a liquor store, and then there was fucking Blockbuster when it was still open when I was there. <laughs> was Little Woodrow's there already or no? Little Woodrow's was across the street. Yeah, yeah the okay. Yeah. There's a Chipotle, the, the Starbucks. Exact same uh, fucking spot. burgers all there. Yep, yep. And they used to have a Chewy's there, too. I don't know about the yeah. Chewy's, but it's everything else. now, yeah. yeah. I think then the Schlotzky's, like too. Yeah. Yeah, the Schlotzky's is still fucking it's there. It's still there? Yes. Yes. Holy shit. That, that was, okay, that Chipotle, that's where I worked. Oh, no shit. Yeah, that's where I worked Damn, for fucking son. four or five years. And then after work, I just go back to Little Woodrow's behind Chipotle. It's literally behind Chipotle. Just cross the goddamn parking lot, and I would just fucking get sloshed, man. And then go to my apartment. It's right there. One of, I don't even know if they distribute outside of Austin or not, but 512 Pecan Porter. Have you ever Dude, heard that? 512 is a good brewery. Yeah. 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 I've, I've tried that before. I, I don't know if they distribute outside, no, but I've definitely tried 512. They, they distribute before. probably in that area, maybe as far as maybe New Braunfels, maybe San Marcos, one of that area. But um, it's they're not going to come down to Laredo unless, you know. You do, I guess. It's worth it, yeah. Yeah, so. It's, it's it's something I've been wanting to, to explore. Guys. There's not, a, not even like the thing for them. It's just logistically, is it going to be worth for them to travel? You know what, three hours to come down to Laredo and for two kegs? Nah, fuck that. If it's maybe ten, maybe you know. Let's so. start. You know, if we all get together, we can scratch. <laughs> we guys, fucking. That's, let's start that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. That's what I was talking about. I, I, I was, thought they were the ones that did firemen's. Fireman's no, Porter? No, that's, that's real L. Yeah, that's real L. I oh, love right. real L. Which one was the one I did? I've, I've tried another 512 before. I forget. That's the, the that's a staple. I, we go to this one pizza place called The Parlor. Oh, oh yeah, this classic. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's like really like cheesy fucking pizza. They've got that on fucking tap all the time. It's I, great. I've, I've had the, uh, when I was living there, um, my first ever vegan pizza was at The Parlor. Yeah, and I, I went with Valerie because uh, she was working for, um, what was she working for at the time? I think, I think it was for Hey Cupcake, and most of the crew was vegan. So one of the, the crew members was playing there. They were all girls, and she, she had a, a band and whatnot, and we went over there, and, and we had a slice of vegan pizza. I was like, what the fuck? This is delicious. Really cool. And the, the beer is good, man. There's a lot of breweries in Austin. A lot of fucking breweries yeah, in Austin. Yeah, Adelbirds. There's too much fucking to fucking keep track of, man. Really, there's a lot. Fourth tap. circle. That's, I feel like that's the next frontier here, man. It's, well, I, I, I want to believe that. I really do. Like, we're maybe a, way, we may be a ways off, but I, that's Maybe like, like another five, oh, ten years, you what? know. A brewery. Breweries, because there's breweries I, in hey, Austin. Last time that we talked, city. we had mentioned that you had said that you wanted to maybe work into getting your own brewery. I would love to. Um, yeah. You know what's funny is that uh, I met with the um, um, this guy's in politics. New the new <laughs> new city planner. Yeah. Um, new city manager. When the he's a different. You, you, Kirby, right? Yeah, so, Kirby. Uh, I was urban, talking to him. urban something right yeah he was uh, so he we were in the middle of talking about that that kind of stuff and he said uh, what do you think it would take to get a brewery done uh, done here in Laredo and so I was like I, I think last I talked to Chris is that there was a lot of weird things going on because it a was lot of the, red tape uh, red tape in terms of like the coding and the zoning in the area that w- that's like keeping a lot of that kind of stuff from popping up because it would be cool to have like a nice little brewery going on but I think yeah. that that kind of borders industrial mm-hmm. and uh, and so and you know the industrial zoning here in Laredo is weird whatever and he goes oh well we're working on recoding Laredo and actually yeah. if you guys go online part of the group that I'm with uh, Cultivarte is working towards doing something called Recode Laredo which is uh, 
aimed more at creating uh, mixed uh, zoning areas in, in downtown so that way people can like live on the top floor of like yeah. shops and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, you know, they also are looking into having that kind of stuff in mind. That'd so be great. I think downtown would be the best place to do it. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. 100%. Find the, I, think, I think the easier way to go to approach it would be not a full-scale brewery, but a brew pub. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, which one was it? Oh, man. Um, you still make your SLB? beer. SLB? No. It's a very small-scale no. production. SLBs like that. Uh, which is the one that I wanted to perform at. It's called um, Hoppy Endings. <laughs> That's dope. Ah, uh, damn, yeah. dude. Yeah. It's Brewery in San Antonio. I'm going to quick. Brewery it, Pub in San Antonio. I'll come back real quick. I forget the name of it. Anyways, what's best, going on, Josh? The best brewery you've been to. Best brewery I've been to? I actually haven't been to many, dude. Like, at all. Well, like, you need a fucking... Uh, um, I, uh, I hit up Altstadt uh, in Fredericksburg for a very brief moment. <laughs> uh, that's just mainly because I was uh, kind of passing by, but... Altstadt Alt is one of my favorite sipping beers, so that's that. Um, but really, everything else has just kind of been like passing by. I haven't really like had too much of a brewery. We've tour. had like sessions. One of the yeah, go- yeah, I know you guys. One have. of the fucking go tos was Fourth Tap, and they had like some it, like a, just a badass setup, a lot of fucking board games. We one time we went there on a movie night, and they were showing like some B or D horror movie that was very like. Uh, the original, um, the fuck is the one with the chainsaw hand? Uh, Evil Dead? Yes. So imagine that, but like times a million, like super dumb gore. Like, I'm, I'm really into those kind of movies. in Spanish. Oh, yeah. So it was even Dude, like you know another what's funny level. What people don't notice that it happens a lot is the, the Border Heritage uh, Museum will do things like that sometimes too. Really cheesy horror movies that happen. How many we got left, Chris? Three, three. If not one. We get found last with this bad boy. Right no, here. I'm down Oof. to go a couple more rounds. What do you guys <laughs> save think? It for the I want to save that for the finale. Yeah, I have a couple of cool things that I want to talk about. Wait, wait. wait. Uh, before we get into that, right, uh, cool. best brewery experience I had was at SLB Brewery. Uh, Strange I one Lands? Of the, Is that the yeah, Strange Lands Brewery, YSL. And so I, I, we actually we went on a day where they had yet to renew their license to sell. So literally, uh, we were like, "All right, let me start a tab," and they're like, "Oh well." Oh, you got free beer that time. Yes, nice. I remember you guys told just me just nonstop. I was like, I, "We got there," and they were like, "Oh yeah," but they didn't really like explain it. The bartender lady was just like, <laughs> "Yeah," and I thought it was like a couple of hour things, and so we kept we were there maybe like four f- four hours or so, just knocking them back, and then I went to go pay for the first round. She was like, "Oh, well, like." We can't really take your payment right now, but we could take like donations or whatever. And I was like, What's what going on? <laughs> like I just drank all your fucking beer, man. And like it was super cool. It was a really fucking cold day. We had like all the fucking beers that they, they fucking brew. And like there wasn't really that many people there other than like me and my group of friends and like maybe one or two other people. So they were like I was like, Can I like control the music? And they were like, Yes. So I was like, Okay. It was just a baddest experience, and we ended up leaving by like buying some of their merch. That's like the I guess the exchange. We we bought like some of their glasses, which sadly one of mine broke, and like a couple of other things I forgot. But it was that was 
by far one of the fucking best experiences I've had nice. at a brewery. We just got lucky, and there was like <laughs> no liquor license, so free beer, man. Nice. It was great. That is pretty cool. That is really cool. What about yours? What's your favorite brewery experience? Did you talk about this while I was in the restroom or something? Or <laughs> no? no? Okay. No, no, no. Um, I would have to say Big Ben, Alpine, Texas. Rip. Rest yeah. in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Uh, we used to, we didn't do it last year, but uh, a group of, uh, uh, my friend, uh, my group of friends, we usually go to Marfa, Texas, have it be either before summer or after summer. But every year we would go. So the first year we started doing this was about six years ago. And that's when we, we started to, uh, well, on the way to Marfa, you got to stop in Alpine and they had the brewery there, Big Ben. Stop there and have some brews and whatnot. It's a small little brewery, but holy shit, man, amazing beers. So I remember that first time we had some brews there, went to Marfa, 20 miles away, came back to Laredo four days later, and I get to Laredo. We go to On the Rocks before we go home, me and Valerie. And lo and behold, fucking On the Rocks has the Texas lager on tap. I was like, what the Fuck, dude! I was just at the brewery right now. Like, how'd what you get this? Odds, how'd man? you get this beer here? And I don't know that the the distributor just brought it to me. I said, "Fucking whatever and shit." I was like, "Okay, like you don't really know what you have here. This is a good beer." And I think me and Val were the only ones that drank it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, funny. lucky for us, right? But yeah, that was great. And every year we'd go, and that was for me. That was the reason I would go to Marfa. For me, like it was a small little town. It's not. There's not much to do there. Marfa lights. Uh, Marfa Marfa. is great. Okay, Marfa Lights is great when you see it the first time. Second time around, it's like, yeah, let's look up in the, the fucking sky because you see the, the fucking stars. It looks beautiful out there. It's so dark out there, so you can see everything. Yeah, no light pollution at no, all. No, at all. I'm dude, planning on going there at some point. You, it's definitely, I recommend going once for sure. Do you guys, um, you okay, so like you've heard of like what reflecting pools are? No. Wait, you ever heard of reflecting, reflecting pools? pools? Like yeah. when you're like standing there and just looking at yourself or whatever? Like, um, it's a meditation thing. Right. Right. I never really understood, or like, not that I never understood what it was for. This is one of my favorite beers that's currently. Which one's this? Uh, yeah. This is Suddenly Comfy by Dogfish. Yes, an Imperial Cream Ale. It's fucking, just smell it real quick. It's delicious. Kiana Loves from Dogfish spice. had the, uh, the tart beer. I forget the name of it. Uh, sequench, sequence, yeah, she loves the shit. It's out like of a that peach one. something, right, or something like that. No, what? It's like a peach something, or am I wrong? No, sequence. No, no, no sequence it's, it's just like, like a lime, like a lime, beer. a lime salty beer. They yeah. do have like a peach one, right? It's like a they saison, have a lot maybe. Of shit, man, yeah, they probably do. I'm not sure. No, so so I was watching JRE. Josh Home was on there from uh, Queens of the Stone Age, mm-hmm. and. It, this was the first actual explanation of what a reflection pool was. And I was oh, like, wow. Yeah. That's got a little cinnamon. Yes. It's got allspice, cinnamon, apple juice. It's great, uh, man. Fucking beans. Yeah. This is the most festive beer that I've <laughs> tasted so far. Mikey and Alan were yes. like, fuck you when I gave him this. Really? Yeah. It's very festive. It tastes like... Like oh, a you fucking know, nice. I tasted like the other day that I told you guys that I had that... The Quinto Sol tea? The, yeah. Quinto Sol has a cinnamon uh, chamomile tea. It's really fucking good. This tastes a little like similar. It's got that. It's got that little like tinge of cinnamon. I think that's the strongest taste that I have in here, mm-hmm. for sure. With it's like, like allspice being second place. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I don't know if I've tried then, allspice, dude. Neither it's, do I. But I, I know that so apple. <laughs> I feel like apple is the last one that you feel. So I, I want to say apple it. off the bat. Yeah, yeah, I do. Like some apple jack type of shit. Yeah. 
Apple cinnamon? Apple j- <laughs> Yeah, something like that. Cinnamon. Yeah. It's definitely like a <laughs> little, a little, yeah. little yeah, apple. Yeah, for sure. A little apple pie experience in here. 100%, man. It's beautiful. It's, it's so nice good, though. Warming. I f- this one's one of those, like, as it warms up a bit. Yes, absolutely. Oh, Ooh. yeah? I'm gonna yeah, so I'm gonna yeah I think like, so, too. So we've had this, uh, this conversation about... Um, oh, wait, wait. Reflecting pools. So... <laughs> this is Josh Holm, right? Uh, Queens of the Stone Age guitarist slash singer. He's in is it Chichen Itza or Teotihuacan? One or the, one or the other. And he's talking about like how it's he. It's just like a fucking super nat- not supernatural, surreal experience, right? Because it's like what the fuck, like you know, like people made this shit, whatever. But he was at a place at night, and he was by a reflecting pool, and he. Before he looked at the reflecting pool, he was like looking up and he was like, "What the fuck? Like, can you? How did these people, the Mayans, like track th- like these celestial bodies so accurately? Right? Like, what the fuck?" And then when he looked down at the reflection pool, he wasn't like looking at himself, but looking at the stars, and that's what the fuck they had the reflection pool for, so that you didn't have to you didn't have to fucking be like that. <laughs> You're just like looking. Down and you see the fucking heavens. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, God damn! And I had never fucking thought about that. No shit. That was just like such a different perspective. That hey, I was like, Wow. Most of them are probably this forever. Like, damn, my fucking neck hurts. My yeah. neck hurts. <laughs> For sure. I fucking look down at a reflection pool, man. The heavens are right on your face. That's incredible, actually. Right? Like, yeah, I, I had never that. exactly, yeah. dude. Wow. Now, whenever I build a home, I want to have a reflection pool that has a nice view of the fucking sky. Nice. I used to be really into, like, charting stuff uh, through this app that I used to have on my first ever iPod. It was an iPod. I forget the name. <laughs> touch? It was an iPod Touch. The yes, touch. you're right, dude. It was oh, an iPod Lord. Touch. I got it when I was in sophomore year in high school. And uh, it was great because it was like the first smart device that I had. Yeah, me and, too. And uh, I had that little tap, tap, dance thing. But I also had... Uh, a, a star map, a star map. Yeah, uh, I forget the name of the of, of what it was. But Google star map. Or no, Google it Sky. wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't star map. It wasn't either one of those things. There was no. another one. Um, but uh, it it was basically a live tracker of both the ISS and you know where what constellations you have above you at the time. So yeah. I would start doing that. And the weird thing is like you know getting used to like the whole quadrants thing and you know where you have to take a look at and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it, it, it was a little bit of a jarring experience for me because I started getting into, like, I had a, a telescope. I started getting really into that. And you kind of get that sense of, like, scope of, like, hey, man, I'm, I'm like, I ain't shit, dude. Like, <laughs> like I'm <laughs> so small compared to all this other stuff out there. So Absolutely. It was, it was fireballs in the sky. Yeah, man. man. Yeah. It was, it, it's, a weird, it's a weird feeling. Um, a little bit spiritual, I think. 100%, dude. I feel like just... Stuff that is related to like celestial bodies and stuff of that nature. I don't know if you guys were paying attention. Like this past week, there was in the horizon, like on the west, while the sun was setting, Jupiter and Venus were like right fucking next to each other. Uh, No, I think you could still see one or the other. Okay, but uh, last week, right in, I want to say it was maybe like Thursday or Wednesday. You yeah, when over. we start getting closer to the winter solstice is when you start seeing that kind of stuff. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the summer solstice. Right. Right, but, like, that was the closest that they were, they had been in, I don't know how fucking long, and they were, like, just a degree and a half or something like that of separation between them in the skyline, right? And it was fucking, like, wow, amazing. 
And I took astronomy like in college, and yeah. that was a fucking badass course, dude. Was it? Yes, it was. It was, was fucking it teach great. You about whether you're cancer? No, that's astrology. Speaking of which, just a preview of a future episode that I haven't told you about, but uh, I have a couple of friends of mine that reached out that are listeners that were like, I feel like you guys just need like a more, a little bit more of a feminine presence or whatever. Absolutely. I've been trying to say that for a really And on long that time. note, um, they, like, sh- one of the, both of them are doing shit. One of them has like their own like online boutique type of thing. Okay. And they're probably going to be on. They both heavily like fuck with astrology and shit. So I was like, I'm done. I have an astrology episode. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. I have an astrology joke that I tell that I've been working on, but I still haven't brought it out for a while. But it goes basically like this. I was talking to this guy. We were at a party and he jumped into a pool, like just full clothes or whatever. Right. He walks out and he, he was just like. I'm sorry I had to do that. It's just that I'm a Pisces. I'm a water science. <laughs> you know, whatever, right? And I was just like, that's that's weird or whatever, right? And then I saw another girl at the same party who was like playing with a lighter, just, you know, whatever, right? And I was like, what's that? And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. It's because I'm a fire sign. And like, oh, I, no. need a, I need to like, you know, kind of you know, oh, tune to my element or whatever, right? And I was like, oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I get that, right? And there was somebody else at that party. And I just look at them and they go, <laughs> 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 and then she's like, "Sorry, I'm a fu- I'm, an, I'm an air sign. I fucking love air. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb." But that's I remember awesome. me and I'll work in that one, but that's the plan. Um, performing on, on Wednesday, funniest comic in Texas. Guys. That's your joke. No, yeah, 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 okay, I yeah. Love yeah, that. yeah. I just started working on it. <laughs> But um, it's because I thought you were telling a fucking story, man. No, that yeah, is great. <laughs> well, actually, part of, so so the real story. It's inspired by one of Kiana's experiences <laughs> where she was talking to a really weird <laughs> drunk dude at a party who literally said that he just felt the need, the urge to jump into the pool because he's a water sign. I'm a fucking water sign. So am I. I've never once sat next to a pool and been like, man, I gotta get in that shit with my, all of my clothes right now. You know, yeah. I, 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 I'll i be there like, yeah, man, I really want to swim right now. But <laughs> never like, oh, dude, I got to get in there with fully clothed with my cell phone in my pocket. Like, no, of nah. course not. So, um, yeah, that joke was kind of inspired by that. But, um, um, so, yeah, keep your eyes open for that. Yeah, sure, dude. Yeah, at the mic drop, Acultura happens every Thursday. I uh, meant the astrology yeah. episode. Of oh, astrology open. episode, right. Yeah, keep your eyes open <laughs> for my jokes, too, man. I mean, yeah, years old, bro. Yeah, man. So I wanted to talk a little bit. I wanted to get into the supernatural stuff because all right, I've been in the zone. So many. Uh, see, uh, there's this YouTuber that we that we follow. It's just called Nukes Top Five, mm-hmm. and it's this dude who posts this thing. They're really clickbait titles, man. I really hate the titles so much. The last one was terrible. They're like five. Um, top five ghost cities that will scare you silly. Yes. <laughs> top five <laughs> ghost cities. Top five Still watched it. That are so scary you can't watch in the dark. You know? Like, <laughs> top like, five videos that will leave you shook. <laughs> yeah, dude. Things like that. So, um, But I'll watch the shit out of them, dude. I'm so intrigued There's by some a lot good of these ones, things. Man. There There's is some good, good ones. ones. Um, Chris, the, the thing that I want to get into. Um, so you used to... 
live in the same area or unit that I lived in, okay. which I have, in case you haven't heard, have experienced some little like supernatural things, kind. things of the <laughs> spoopy nature in okay. my place. And my neighbors who live not only not only next to me in the same unit that you live in, but around the corner, because uh, you know there's another unit around the corner or whatever, yeah. have also told me that at that unit that I live in and in the other units that they live in, there's a well-known presence that has kind of like played with them, toyed with them. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Have you ever experienced anything yourself? I never experienced a motherfucking thing when I was living there. Damn. No, okay, well, no. there goes that conversation. Debunk. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> no, I, and the thing is, like, yeah, I, I wish I could. I would have, you know. I, I It'd be a, a good story to tell. But no, I mean, like... Yeah, I, I get creeped out when I go places, you know, and it's dark and whatnot. Like uh, the cat, the old Cafe Dolce house will creep me out, um, but I never experienced doors closing or any sort no of weird shit. shit. No, just... no, and, and that was the thing. Like customers would come in, and and they'd be like, they look at the house, they walk in, they're like, "Oh, ta bonito, is this place hunted?" <laughs> they don't say haunted; they say, they say hunted. 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 Yeah, a lot of people want to buy it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's not hunted. No, it's not hunted either. No, we're good. No, I mean, there's, there's, there's just us here. But you know, there'd be times where like we'd be closed on a Sunday, and I, mean, I, I live close by, and I'd say, hey, you know what? I'm go to Cafe Dolce and pick up a fucking sandwich because <laughs> I want one or whatever. And I go at night or whatever, and fuck, dude, and, like I open the door, and it feels creepy, like someone's watching me. But it's just my mind playing tricks on me. That's what it is. Yeah, you know, like dark, yeah. dark uh, areas and shit. Yeah, of course, you know, you. but it's just like, oh, shit, it's kind of creepy, but no big deal. I mean, now now that we have the uh, cultura, uh, an old house as well, it's kind of becoming our thing, you know. Even uh, Cafe Doce Del Mar, that was an old house. Nobody lived there for fucking 15, 20 years until we moved in. But um, that's kind of our thing, I guess. Ah, no, nothing. You want to know Zitch. something? Nothing. Something weird? As soon as this motherfucker brought up this shit, my girlfriend just messaged me. What? What? What the fuck was that? It woke me up, and I was like, "What?" Oh shit! And she's like, a, "That super loud bang is shook the window." Oh shit! I, I don't know. I didn't hear anything. I've just been. I'm over here. Where? I was. What is that? That's an airplane. That's right. What was that? Maybe. No, like we would have like heard if it was like a sonic bang. boom. La, no, I don't know, man. Last night, this was. I think at the neighbor's house. It may have been, you know, some sort of like feral animal, but there was something. That was loud enough to definitely wake me up and think that there was someone trying to like open my front door or the kitchen door. It was that loud. It was fucking crazy. And Val didn't wake up, but I was like, "What the fuck?" And it was maybe like two thirty in the morning. And uh, I came. I I got up. I heard it like repeatedly. Looked around. Looked at my dogs in the back, and they were like passed out. And I was like, "Okay, so it's not them, like trying to get in through the back door or whatever." So I came back to bed and I was laying down and then I could still hear it. And like the neighbor's dogs were fucking going crazy. They were fucking going nuts. But it, I think it may have been a raccoon going through like the neighbor's garbage oh, or something. Yeah. That's what that's what I was like. That, that sounds like that. Yeah. That type of thing. At the place that I live in currently, right, um, there was a uh, very prominent... Uh, Occurrence things things that would happen so so often basically that it be it, it it was enough cause to us get the place blessed right and at the time that I was living there I was living with Vasti I was living with Sarah mm-hmm. right and both of them really cool chicks kind of down to earth 
Not at all the kind of people that you'd think would be like, oh, this place is haunted. Let's get some investigators and somebody to bless the place. Uh, I hadn't moved in there yet because the room that I was going to move in with uh, or that I was going to move into had not been finished because there was construction being done mm-hmm. in that room. Uh, I've told this story plenty of times on the podcast, but uh, just for the sake of conversation. Uh, I, moved, I, I, I kept going and looking in that room, whatever. At one point that I was getting ready to leave, uh, Sarah tells me, she's, she says, hey, uh, do you guys want to stick around? We have a paranormal investigator coming over. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why? And she goes, oh, well, because, and she started telling me a couple of stories. The creepiest story to me, or the one that, like, if it happened to me and it was so definitive and, like, so, like, in my face like that, that I personally would have been like, okay, shit. Um, she was telling me that, like, her and her then boyfriend were walking, uh, walking around the place, whatever. Her boyfriend was so convinced by the stuff that was going on that he would pay extra attention to the way that she would act or the things that would happen around her and her surroundings or whatever because he legitimately felt that whatever it was that was bugging her had attached itself to her. So eventually what ended up happening is he started feeling that her footsteps, for whatever reason, were way louder than usual, right? So there was one time what he was doing, he was sitting down, not sitting down, he was, they were walking upstairs because that's where their room was her room by the way the one that had quote unquote the most activity um is the room that i currently live in haven't seen shit haven't Mm -hmm. you know you know haven't had anything happen to me since but in that whole thing so they were walking upstairs and while they were walking upstairs the guy says that he stops and he pays extra attention to her footsteps because they sound extra loud and she's not wearing boots she's wearing like converse some shit and she's walking up. She's a really light girl, dude. Yeah. Like, like she's probably like one ten. Like five or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. So she was walk. She was walking up, and it sounded like it was like really loud. So he stops and he's paying attention to this or whatever while she's walking up, and she notices that she, that he stopped because he doesn't hear obviously the footsteps coming up behind her. So she stops and turns down and looks at him like, "Hey, why did you stop?" or whatever. And the footsteps continue past them. Oh shit! As they were going upstairs, some fire. And as ah. soon as it happened, they you were like, okay, we got to get something going on here. Spirit box session happened. Uh, the whole EVP happened. All that stuff. They nothing, nothing came nothing of came it. Up. Nothing came of the entire investigation. Like you'd think, like even if you were like you know a paranormal society and you wanted to get something going or whatever, you'd at least follow up with the people. But no. So, uh, what's up? You gotta get going or what? No, no, no. Okay. That's fine. So. So, yeah, it was a whole thing, and uh, uh, we ended up getting the investigators. Nothing happened from there. That's your notifications, right? Yeah. Okay, it was yes. tripping me out. That's mine. But what ended up uh, happening was that she literally had things happen to her so frequently and while she was alone that it would bother her. It would bother her. It would bother her. It would bother her. It would bother her up. Damn, yeah. dude, this, this beer's getting it to me a little bit. I can um, tell with your little beady eyes, man. Right, yeah. Um, it was... Um, <laughs> nah, bro, I'm good. Uh, no, so it was... Um, it would bother her to the point where she felt like she couldn't sleep in her own room anymore. More. She was terrified. Oh wow! So she would legitimately go and like sleep at her parents' house or at her mom's house or whatever it was. Even though she was paying rent. Even though room. she was paying rent, she would show up only during the day to shower, change, and then head to work. Wow! But she wouldn't sleep there, and so it bothered her so much that we ended up getting somebody to go and bless the place. The only time Jesus that Christ. the only time that I ever experienced anything was um, one night. I was. Uh, 
I was asleep in my bed. I was asleep in the downstairs room. You're familiar with the unit because you've seen it before. Yes. It was where Eric used to. Mm-hmm. I was asleep in the downstairs room. This is one right across from where the restroom is at. Yeah. And I was sleeping down there, and I was just chilling, whatever. And um, I was asleep. And Kiana, uh, she had just moved in with me at the point. She nudges my arm. She wakes me up in the middle of the night. She's like elbowing me. And I'm like, what? What the fuck? What? And she goes, why did you turn on the AC? I mean, why did you turn on the ceiling fan? It's super cold. Can you turn it off? And I'm like, like I didn't, oh, I didn't turn it on. But yeah, sure, I'll go turn it off, whatever. So I get up. I roll out of bed. And uh, and and I, <laughs> I start heading over towards that. My dog snaps up, dude, and walks over towards the corner of the bed. And I'm just like, nah, dude, you're not going to go outside and relax, whatever. And I thought that's what it was because he gets excited to, you know, when I'm going to let him out to go, to, go yeah. to the restroom or something. But I head over there, and then he gets down. He starts kind of like, you know, like he's <sighs> looking at something. Yeah, like a little bit of a growl going on. And I'm just like, all right, like what the fuck? So I start walking over towards the... Um, I start walking over towards the uh, the the light switch, right? And if you can kind of hear like the 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 ceiling fan right now, it's making like a little hum. Yeah, our ceiling fan had the same thing going on. So I'm walking towards the thing, and then I just hear a like a little switch, and then and it stops. And I'm like, what the fuck? So I stand there for a second, and I'm looking up at the ceiling fan, and sure enough, slowing down, and it stops. And Kiana's just like, thanks, babe. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sure, no, no problem. I didn't do shit. Wow. I, that that thing fucking flipped itself. I try to ignore it. I go and I lay back down again. This is the first instance of anything happening before it, and I had been like a huge skeptic. So I go and I lay back down, and I try to forget about it. And then I start hearing a shit ton of noise, a shit ton of noise in the living room. And I'm just kind of like, what the fuck, or whatever. And then Keanu's like, hey, they're making this shit ton of noise. Like, why don't you tell them to shut up, or whatever, right? And then for a second, I'm just like, I fall back asleep. I'm like, hey, whatever, and the noise stops. Then I wake up and I realize none of my roommates are home, right? One of them is staying over at her at her boyfriend's place or her dad, her, her mom's place. And another one is out of town for a concert. So there's no one home right now. So we shouldn't be hearing this kind of shit in the living room or anywhere else. So... We get up, we go and we start, uh, or I, I get up, I go and I like open the door and I start looking around or whatever. The lights are on. I hadn't turned any of the fucking lights on. Everything was off. So the lights are on in the living room, lights are on in the kitchen. I go to turn off the ones in the living room. My dog follows me and I'm chilling there in the kitchen for a second. And I texted both my roommates uh, saying like, hey, any chance you guys happen to come home at this time or whatever? And they're like, no. One of them, like I said, was like, no, I've been here since whatever time. The other one was like, no, I'm out of town. So I go and I, you know, lock the doors and I, I check to make sure the doors are locked and everything. And I come back and I'm just chilling in the in, in the in the kitchen for a second. Mm-hmm. My dog's there and he's just kind of like chilling there in the area that's like kind of between where the li- where the kitchen area is and where the where the uh, the living room area is. And he's just like sitting there looking at me. I get a glass of water. I'm chilling. I put the glass of water down. I'm directly underneath this area that connects both of the rooms upstairs. Right, so it's basically like a little hallway that you can look down into the kitchen from, mm-hmm. right? So I'm sitting there. I, I mean, I, I'm standing there. I set my glass of water down, and then directly above me, I just hear like a super loud thud, and my dog gets so startled that he starts barking. And so I, and it was so fucking loud that I literally like I ducked because it was that loud. So I run over and I go upstairs to go start checking to see what it is. 
I knock on the door, which was at the time Vasti's room. I open that door and I look in. Of course, nothing's there. Turn on the light to see if anything had fallen over. Vasti was like very minimalistic. So literally everything of her was like on the floor. So there's nothing on there. I didn't see anything fall. Close. I, I close. I turn off the light, close the door. I turn over and I look at Sarah's room. And it was so like unsettling that I just didn't want to go in. Like I looked and it just looked at this one area where the light hits just far enough to where it just turns pitch black. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna pass on that one, dog. Like I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna go in there and look. So I just kind of yell, I'm like, hey, Sarah, I'm like, hey, everything good in there? Like, is everyone here? Whatever, nothing. Yes. <laughs> so I turn back around and I start trying. I, I start like heading downstairs. Mind you, my dog, who had been calling to come over with me the entire time, stayed like halfway through the fucking stairs. So he doesn't do anything. He's just literally like sitting there. And um and uh and he 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 sat like at the halfway point of the stairs. So as I'm starting to head downstairs, right, I feel this weird like chill the back of my like neck, and I look down at my dog, and my dog just looks like he's like looking past me, like just like kind of like over like like over to my to my right side or whatever. And I stop there for a second. I look down at my dog. I look over at that at, at the empty area next to me. I look back down at my dog. And then all of a sudden, something happens. My dog just kind of like, I, I'm, I'm standing perfectly still. My dog just like, he jumps, he startles, and he gets down. He starts growling like crazy. And all of a sudden, I just get that feeling, dude, that feeling of like chills, the hair standing from the back of my neck. And I just ran downstairs. I said, fuck that, dude. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. And um, there were a couple of other instances that happened when I then moved upstairs to Vasti's room because she moved out. But we got the place blessed, and everything kind of chilled out from then. Um, since then, we haven't really had anything happen. Uh, my only, like, experience as of late uh, was the one that I told Josh about this last uh, last couple of episodes ago. Uh, it was near Dia de los Muertos, right? And uh, I had talked to a couple of friends who were, you know, really good, really close friends of Barbara Beatty, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Robert Beatty. So... He, uh, we, we were there talking with them, and they had told me uh, a couple of things about like uh, like Sonia at the time, like her 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 dad, and like a little experience that she had with him, and it was something really like simple, right? I felt just a tap on my shoulder, right, when I was out and about in the in the in front of the uh, in the radio center of the arts. So it wasn't really anything like super scary, but I kept having dreams of my, about my grandmother. I had I had a dream the night before. I had a dream that night. The next day when we get home, it was like super dark and like really quiet. And I it was the actual like Dia de los Muertos. I was sitting down alone in my uh, in in my living room, and I hear from afar like like this just like very clear but very distant sound that just says like me da mucho gusto de verte, mijo, just like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like. I froze for a second. I'm thinking, like, was that a fucking TV from any of my roommates or whatever? I was sitting by myself in the living room, and I'm just, like, looking around, and I just get that feeling, like, you know, like the presence. But it wasn't, like, a super scary presence. It was just, like, a calming one. But the mere fact that I felt that there was something else there when I very clearly was alone was enough to kind of make me feel, like, really unsettled. So I booked it. I went upstairs. But the thing is that it sounded a lot like my grandmother's voice. So... That whole night, I'm having dreams, dude, over and over and over again about my my grandmother. And the next day, my mom calls me, and my mom was like, 
Oi, um, you need to uh, you need to do something to go and visit your grandmother. Uh, lately, it's been a little bit of an issue. Whatever, your dad's been getting a lot of dreams about her. I'm like, like what? He goes, well, he thinks that he got visited by his mom the other day, and I'm like, don't tell me that because I had something kind of happen to me yesterday. She goes, like what? And I tell her the whole thing, the thing, everything that happened. And I said that exact same word. Like that, right? Yeah. And my mom was like, I know, Dios, Dios mío, no, 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 no. Nobody is in Sarah. Nobody is. And I was like, what? And she goes, uh, she tells me, but your dad had a very similar experience. And I'm like, like what? She goes, well, he was asleep, had a dream that uh, his mom was telling him that he had, that, that he wasn't complying with his promise to visit her every so often and uh, and it was really bumming her out basically so this whole conversation that's happening uh, between them he's just like uh, this is just a dream like I don't believe you whatever this and that and um, and my dad was like uh, um, my dad's like look like I've had enough like you're still tormenting me in your even when you're you know gone and not here on earth anymore and uh, and that's bothering me. And so he he says that he forced himself to wake up. He wakes up. He get he gets up and he hears in his room, "Me saludes a todos tu familia hijo," like, just like that. And uh, my dad fucking yelled, dude, freaked out because of all this stuff that was, like he, he, he literally he gets up and he turns on all the lights, or whatever. He was like in a panic or whatever. And then he said that he had seen the silhouette of my grandmother in her like chair sitting in the corner and then she was just like like there and so it scared the shit out of him and um i it, he basically they forced me to go across and uh not forced me because they didn't want to go see her but they, they they told me to go across it was urgent i had to go and uh visit the uh the grave site and yeah. you know leave like a little offering shit. so yeah how many more we got in there we're down to two or yeah. Two in the special. Let's do a special. Yeah, let's do a special. Let's wrap. Right. Let's, let's get for the wrap, dude. The, the rest, is, it's just extras. Okay, yeah, right. Okay. We just like kind of knock those out real quick. But you know what? Until quick piss. All, All right, right cool. Guys, while, while while Chris is going to uh, visit the little boys' room. Uh, again, let's remind you that you can find all of the beers that you've tried or that we've tried here and shown you here today at uh, Cultura Beer Garden. Visit them there at 916 Salinas. Um, really cool place. My favorite place to hang out. Uh, and personally, like my favorite place to do just about everything that we've been doing. Uh, the mic drop, you can catch it every Thursday. That's a comedy open mic that happens there. Uh, 9 to 10 p.m. is a sign-up. We usually have a featured musical guest that plays at that time as well. Uh, comedy starts at 10 p.m. So go and check that out. This next week, we're going to have Oino Mas playing the, musicals, uh, the featured musical guest. And uh, Francisco Flores, Frankie Flowers, a.k.a. The Comedy Sausage, will be uh, hosting this next one. And, um, of course, on Friday, we've got 4th Dimension Fridays, 4DF. Uh, go and check that out. That's going to be uh, me and Josh. Uh, we have Rick Matamoros joining us and Francisco Flores as well. We're going to be talking about Killuminati. That's going to be celebrity death, conspiracies, and hoaxes, and uh, the presence of Illuminati in popular music and culture. So go ahead and check that out. This Friday, that's going to be upstairs at Cultura Beer Garden, 9 p.m. through 9.45 p.m. We're going to have Diabetic Jesus there at about 9.45, maybe 10. We'll start the uh, the podcast and get that going for you guys. So please feel free to show up. 
uh, Poe up and uh, get toe up, right? <laughs> no, that's an awful thing. Anyway, um, I myself will be performing in San Antonio, Texas, Wednesday, December 4th at the LOL Comedy Club in San Antonio, Texas. Like I mentioned, I'm going to be uh, representing Laredo as part of the... Uh, uh, representing Laredo as part of the uh, funniest in funniest comic in Texas competition. So uh, please, if you're in San Antonio in that area, please go and support me. I'm doing it really just for the experience. I was honored to be selected to be part of the uh, the competition itself. Um, Aaron Suarez, one of our boys, has uh, moved on to the semifinals, and I would really like to move on as well. I'm really trying to get up there. Uh, so if anybody is in the area in San Antonio, Texas. Go check it out, LOL Comedy Club, 8 p.m. I'll be there doing about, like, four to six minutes. And uh, please support me. So, yeah. I don't have any more announcements. I think that's just about all the plugs. Trap so thieves. Make it obvious. Okay. This is a little intermission while my boy's pissing. A pissing intermission. Who's this? Is it the boy? It's not bad, dude. It's not. Welcome to the sad boy hours. What are you drinking at home tonight on a Monday? You know you're sad it's if you're drinking on a Monday. Yeah, you're drinking on a Monday. It's um, Monday night, December 2nd. Don't forget to bring out your trash tomorrow. The <laughs> yeah. trash cook <laughs> trash cook. <laughs> <by>. <laughs> this is a, this right. is a good fucking track. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, definitely a little Drake weekend vibe going on there. Hundred percent. Joe J, real should get that fucking thing that I told you about that vocal processor. You'll take your live performances <laughs> to that next level, son. That's what's hey, good. All the kids are doing it. All right, it's so dope, I think man. we're on to the last one just yes. before we get to the rap. It's a special treat here. Uh, so we got the Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout. This bad boy is uh, clocking in at 12, what, 15% IBV. Jeez. This is uh, this year, 2019s. So let's see what's up. What's special about this? Tell us a little bit about it. Um, You know, I'm going to tell you the fucking truth. I didn't even give a shit about this beer until... <laughs> When I found that I can get it, and I got it about two weeks ago. Well, I found out about a month ago that there was going to be a very limited amount coming to Laredo. Right. So when you say limited amount, at that point you got my interest, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm like, okay, well, I'm sure a little I collectors can, exclusive, yeah, especially during you know the season, you know, holiday season and whatnot. So at that point, I'm like, okay, cool. Um, put me down for a case, and then. Uh, my the, the my rep from uh, LNF is like, hey dude, I'll do you one better. I was, we also have the 2017. It's been here for two years in the, in the storage room, and no one cares about it. I'll, I care about oh, it. I'll take that shit. one too. So I have the 2017 right now, as well as 2019. But this is the 2019. Okay. Yeah. So they're for sale, and also we are setting them to go. You don't have to buy them and drink them there. You can go pick one up and just. Take it with you. Oh, wow. Cool. You know, take it to your Christmas parties, you know, your posadas and, and whatnot, or just Separate enjoy by yourself, or me. just save it for, you know, let it age, you know, for the next couple of years. Can I call dibs on a 2017? 
Of course. Yes. Absolutely. How much yes. you sell in 2017 for? They're both of them are 25 bucks each. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So I um, have heard that beer or any sort of spirit doesn't age in the bottle. Yes, they do. They they some do. So like for this one and like, this one like, as a good example, stouts and porters last longer in bottles, especially IPAs as well. They um especially like the uh Imperial IPAs, the stronger beers, those will last you longer. They age in the bottle. Well, they mature in a sense where like they keep getting more refined. So okay. they're gonna get stronger, you know, A B V. Uh the flavor profile will change as well. So these Absolutely. were made for people like were traveling vast distances in boats. Mm-hmm. Uh, the IPA was for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so they they figured out that if they put more hops in their beer, it will last, last longer. longer. It will last oh, longer. Fermentation. Yeah, it will last longer because it na- hops are are preservative. Right. Yeah, preserve the beer. So every beer has hops, obviously. So this one, this bad boy right here, if you look online, they sell for up to sixty five bucks a bottle. So this is some high wow. quality shit. Some high quality shit. And I've been dying to try it since I got it. I got this. I got both cases in a week and a half ago. And I haven't tried it. It's a very special treat. So here we go. I'm fucking excited about this. Really excited to have you uh, let us try this with you, man. It's probably the opposite. There it is. There you go. There it is. It's all black. It's all looks. Whoo. Let me. uh, That smells incredible. I am excited. Oh, man, that is some oil, dude. We're pouring up some soy sauce. Some soy sauce. We're going to start off with a small small serving here. Let's see what's up. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Cheers. Wow. I want to do this. That aroma, though, right? Yeah, I just want to do this for a while. Just give it one of these. What is this? uh, Barrel age, you said? Yeah. Um, Bourbon barrel aged. You can smell the bourbon. 15.2. For sure. Yeah. 15.2? Yeah. Jesus. ABV. This is soy sauce in a bottle. Well, I mean. Dude, this is so good. I just want to stop the podcast and enjoy this, dude. It's just like. Can I put something uh, on just so we can listen to (laughs) this? (laughs) No, no. Just I'm messing around. Um. Amazing. I do want to enjoy this off air with a cigarette, though. We should get this. Let's get to the rap, dude. So, really quick. um, Yeah, let's talk about this. If you want to try some of this, you know, I mean, really quick, this bottle, this beer is fucking delicious. It's strong. It's boozy. It's what you want for the season. That's for damn sure. That roast at the end is Mm -hmm. so strong, dude. Mm -hmm. Holy shit. It's a very, it's very sweet. It's like I'm tart the aftertaste, right? Yeah. No, not even that. Like right now that I haven't drank it in a bit, I have that um, like it's on my tongue. Like I yeah, still it feel coats it. your tongue. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, you definitely want to sip this one. Smoky. Yeah, it's this smoky. It's it's. I get some bitterness, you know, for off off the aroma. Honey. Like, it's very, very flavorful. You can smell nice. the bourbon. Yeah, you can. Um, it's amazing. It's really good. And it's definitely a sipper. And guys, girls, everybody who wants one of these, come at me at Cultura. We set them to go. Take it home to enjoy. Yes. To save. 
to let it age, you know, wait wait a year and then drink it, you know, or just drink it for Christmas, you know, your pasadas, whatever. This is definitely, I, I think, the the best one. I, I, it's yeah, a this very, is a, this a is good like a, topper, dude. Like, I, yeah, the other like one, the, the, right the, the the mix, the milk stout. That one's definitely like a good sipper. This one is like that. Like you want to end the night off well. This is like I'm gonna bust out my Gucci slides, right? Mm. <laughs> the Gucci yes. slides, See, dude. Now, I'm gonna let you guys into a little secret of mine. It's not a big secret, but you guys don't fucking know. So I, um, when I get home, I put on my robe. I got a few robes that I wear, even if it's hot outside. You got cigar robes. Not well. They're not cigar robes, and they're they're basic fucking like you know, uh, but Coles, yeah. you know, from Coles or JC Penny. They might you know they give them to me during Christmas, and that's great. So I love them. <laughs> I have a few, and I wear them when I get home. And yeah, I'll go outside for a cigarette, you know. But I just like to be comfortable in my apartment, you know, and drink a little beer. This is exactly what I would drink, you know. Yeah, this in is my robe. So perfect, I smoke dude. a cigarette outside. Hear some music on my on my headphones. What would I listen to with this for this beer? Uh, maybe some uh, some some, da- some some dad rock, yeah. Some Coltrane, dude. I would listen you know, to I'm, some maybe some Eagles. Some she loves us. Some Eagles. Yes. <laughs> no, do you know you know what's you know what this reminds me of because it's got a little bit of classiness to it. Mm. Put in a sentimental mood by Coltrane, dude. Do it. Maybe. No, dude. Do it. We dude. Can't air it if we do that. Just oh, god right. damn yeah, that right. aroma You're right. though. You're right. Mm. Never mind. Sorry. In just imagine it in your mind. Just imagine it in your mind. Mm. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Uh, your beer of tonight, which one was your pick, man? Because a lot of these were first impressions for you, Chris. It's you know what, man? I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Hands down, that Milk Stout. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go same with you. That Milk Stout was that really milk good. That Milk Stout was really good. Show, show, nice. it the, uh, show it to the um, Se- second best. Has to be the um, this one right here. The uh, Bourbon County Stout. Don't get me wrong. This is fantastic. The thing is that we've had a few, wor- few more beers prior to this. So this is something you want to start with. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and enjoy it. And, you know, in no rush. Just take it easy, man. But, um, but yeah, at this point, I think it's just too much for me right now. Yeah. The flavor profile is yeah. amazing right it, now. It's, it's crazy. I, I fucking it's crazy. love it, dude. It's so good. It's just it's just. I'm heavy. just enjoying just one sip, chill back mm. a little bit, talk some more, fuel Ooh. the little, like, yeah. yeah, the coat on the tongue. And then I can taste it on my breath as it goes out. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um, what about you, Josh? Uh, uh, this is going to be a hard first. I'm going to go with the Snickerdoodle number two. Really? Nice. That Milk Stout number three. Uh, how'd you feel about the Yule, dude? Yule, you'll um, shoot your eye out. It's it's a great sipper. It is a great sipper. It's, that was an awesome nice, choice. It's a nice little, like yeah, sipper, like just you know, no bullshit, just drink it. You know, you know. It's a good it's, one it's, to it's have flavorful. while you're beer ponging people. Yeah, or just, you know, <laughs> right, sure. it's a social drink. Yeah, you know, when you're just hanging out with some people and just have some beers. You know, it's for the season. It's great. I was gonna bring China Cheer, but you got had that one already. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's no you need know, to bring it in. No. Well, and with that being said, Fourth Dimension Fridays this Friday, starting at nine p.m., opening up with Diabetic Jesus, Ooh. and then we're ushering in a new era of wokeness and <laughs> uh, enlightenment for you. The He's day previous to that is uh, the mic drop, comedy, open mic, also at the Cultura Beer Garden. We're gonna also be on the main stage this Thursday. Oh, so that's going to be something different. It's yeah, never nice. been on the main stage before. That's yeah, because awesome. we're sharing the venue with the Raider Border Slam this Thursday. 
so yeah, main stage will be uh, will be there. Uh, Franny's hosting, and we have Oidomas as your featured musical musical, uh, musical musical guest. So go ahead and check that out. Yes, and we have not ridden out to anything in a minute, so we're gonna ride out to this. Oh, hang on a second. All the stuff that you've seen here today, and all the stuff you've tried or we've tried, uh, is can be found at Cultura Beer Garden. Again, we want to thank Chris very much for always joining us and having these delightful episodes. Uh, beer talk is always great. We don't have enough of it on the uh, on the podcast, I think, as much as we do. Uh, but uh, I want to thank you for being part of the episode. Thank you uh, guys for having me. A, a, a quick a quick cheers to Cultura Beer Definitely. Garden for being the awesome spot and staple in the radio that it is. Thank you, guys. Um, Appreciate and that. looking forward to many more years of growth. Cheers. This next song is the single off of She Loves This new mixtape, Trap Soul Thieves, Make It Obvious. Enjoy.